Bridgestone is the official tire of the New England Patriots, and Bridgestone tires are now on sale through December 10th at all Sullivan Tire locations. Visit SullivanTire.com for a location near you. Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world's original podcast. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. If this is true, I'm done. So who, now, who's who's Brer Source? It's bad now. Who's Brer Source? Well, I, I missed I something. I missed it. What just what happened? happened? <laughs> you just dropped an F-bomb. I can't believe you got hurt. Oh, Spike? Oh, oh boy. Nothing, nothing Please else. tell me you caught that. I got if this is true, then I'm done. Right. And then you I just said, said, just shut the up. Oh, wait, I didn't say fudge. <laughs> right. And it's all about leverage. If you don't have two knees. Joe Tooney's been gone for, for two years now, Fred. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah. There's also a report that Joe Judge has become a Bailey advocate. Yeah, I think that was part of the Volan. Okay, well, then I, I take it back because then that's probably not true. But, uh, <laughs> forget Ben Volan. Most Globe readers do. I agree. Steve Sarkeesian wouldn't have called it like that. <laughs> See, he takes it to a place. I even, know. even I'm not willing to Evan, take it. Were you just, on, on Paul's poll? My little poll? Is Paul still running his poll? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, You want to get on his poll? Do you want the big one or the little one? Uh, It's been getting bigger. This is Patriots Unfiltered. Fueled by Duncan. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Thursday here at Gillette Stadium, and uh, we've got another two hours of action-packed Patriots talk. It's Deuce, it's Tamara, soon to be Paul, myself, Matt in the booth, and... uh, Thursday means it's video day, I guess, video right? Day. Here we are. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Yeah. Hi. We're on video today. <laughs> um, we have a lot to talk about um, because mainly I think Mike Reese's report that, you know, barring, you know, the only hurdle between Mac playing on Monday night is how he looks in practice. But yeah. otherwise, he's he's good to go. Well, I think that was the thing to point out about it. Like, it seemed very carefully worded that – Mac is is thinks he's going to be ready, right. but we got to see how practice goes. We got to see, you know, if he if he's able to clear. I, I mean, I still don't know if the medical has cleared him yet. But to me, this sounds like Mac saying like, "I'm going to be ready." So whatever the coaches or the doctors or all that, this this seems to me like Mac saying, "I'm good to go." Okay, but I heard this morning that the line has gone from like six and a half to like eight because. The, the wise guys think that Mac is going to play. So they like Mac. Yeah. They're, it's getting bigger. Is that, is that, yeah. is that what I'm, I'm to infer? Yeah, I, I didn't see. I, I just saw seven and a half all week. Yeah. yeah. Every day. Nine I, right now. It's nine now. Nine. So it's still rising. Yeah. I also think it's interesting, in addition to the ESPN report by Mike Reese, that also The Athletic is reporting from their sources that there is no quarterback controversy and that it's Mac's job when he's ready to play. I I makes sense to me. Yeah, you know. Why won't Bill just say it though? I I think there's some motivational so, things going on. <laughs> so just out of curiosity, how do you think the athletic can make a report like that? Um, I don't know if Jeff does Jeff Howe Jeff Howe still works mm-hmm. there. Yeah, yeah he probably talked to somebody. Plus his like who? I don't know. Do you think you talked to Bill? Not Bill. No. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, not Bill. Therefore, I ignore that because yeah. I don't think you talked to Bill. Yeah, I doubt it because he's the only one that can tell you. If there's any choice, right? Yeah. Do you think he told Mike about Mac, or do you think that was Mac talking to Mike? 
I oh, think, Mac. no. That Ma- could be Mac's, Mac's condition people. is probably from Mac. Yeah, that yes. could be Mac's agent. Camp. Or, his camp. That, those have been pretty <laughs> consistent for three weeks now. He's, I mean, he's doing everything he can to get back out there. Champing. Ch- chomping at the bit. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys already go with champing, chomping? That's, no, no, that's no. A, that's a good phrase. I, I, I dipped, I dipped the toe into it. Oh, I know, good for I know you. it's a running, a running. Good theme for you. You're gonna smile show. and laugh at me now after you blew me off. Thanks. Oh, sorry, we forgot. Yeah. I was talking to Tamara. We walked by Paul's office. We forgot to pick him up today. So <laughs> I'm sitting there just t- talking to Matt, and all of a sudden I hear my phone. <laughs> so let's, I'm like, let's. Jesus, twelve oh one. I'm late for the show. <laughs> let's do a like little <laughs> in, internal vote. Yeah. Matt plays or doesn't play? Plays. What? Plays. Plays. Ask me at no, 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 after no, practice. No, 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 I'm no, asking you no, before no. practice, no. right now. Um, what? Well, really? Are you going to see him go out there and they're, they're, what? You see him like limping a little I, bit? I will or not? say though, every time <laughs> I, I've I don't gone think to, that was dumb. I, I agree with her. <laughs> yeah, I will say every time we've gone to practice, we, he's moved a little bit more. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, like I know today when we go out there, he is going to move a little bit more. Right. Um, if he can run, play. But if he can't, yeah. No. I no. mean, and, and based on the videos, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Based on the videos, Mike, because I know your answer. and Don't lie to me. <laughs> Do you think he was going to play last week? <laughs> no. I know you didn't. So yeah. I think Tamara's point is. I yeah. just walked in, like, arriving at the stadium, walking up the sideline. I'm like, yeah, he ain't yeah, playing. He ain't playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um, practice starts in 30 minutes. So I think after that. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll get a full report from Evan when he comes back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he'll be in. We'll yeah. see uh, if they put Mac on display or if they. They hide yeah. him more. I yeah. think he's going to play, but yeah, I I, I'm basing that on absolutely nothing. Right. <laughs> yeah, me too. Just, I mean, more that, I mean, I think he, like I'm just, said, well, he how, how long has it been? For, this will be four this weeks. Will be this, a month. Month. Right. this will be yeah. a month. Right. I will Which say. Is, you know, about looks, what they said. Right. Yeah. I, I'll say, like, the first practice we saw him, like, it was, like, upper body <laughs> movement only. Oh, yeah. Nothing else. Oh, yeah. And then Behind the next the week, it was, like, small steps. And the next week, it was, like, okay, a little bit of hip movement, leg movement. Dropping back a little. Yeah, a little bit. Um, so I'm today. Yeah. He's just like one but leg. I'm, and yeah. up I'm with you day by day. But day tomorrow, by I'm day. with you. I mean, if I'm Bill Belichick, I have to see him running around, oh, yeah. being able to pivot, being able to avoid pressure. Yes, he's got to protect himself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, he's a sitting duck. Yeah. Right. I agree. You know, like if I'm the Bears, I'm like, uh, have, have you, know. you gotten that, any random texts from anybody? That's told you, so you could just go with that. Uh, oh. Haven't gotten any DMs I, I yet. A DM no. from an account I've never seen before tells me it's true. I'm gonna go with it. Yeah. I'm gonna go with it. Right, right. Here it's on the hilarious. Radio. <laughs> also, are we continuing the the little thing created by Paul? Oh, is Paul my poll? Yeah, my little poll. No, I don't think we no. need to do All that. Right, at yeah, time. I, I I got it. I, I, yeah, uh, it's I'm, actually I'm been prepared. funny. People were tw- tweeting at us like, "I've got my vote in for Paul's poll." Yeah. I was yeah. like, "All right." I mean, yeah. if if someone I talked it. about my little poll yesterday on Falcon and Mass. I know, and yeah, but if if they want to, if people want to add to that, that's fine. I love the poll, you know. And I also uh, I I espouse my uh, emailer versus caller theory, and oh, Felger yeah. jumped right in. Interesting. What was his? He goes, oh, he goes. The writers are more cerebral. I go, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was talking to No Socks this morning, and he said he was listening to Paul's show yesterday, and you know that show, it's all zappy. Interesting. Uh-huh. And this show, it's you know, a, the callers. Yeah, the callers are all zappy. Yeah, absolutely. That's and, and that's a, that's an accurate and, portrayal. And I think of. birds of a feather. You know, a lot of people are attracted to that show because of the negativity. They like it. It's fun. Mm-hmm. You know, they they're you know, I'm not but, saying everybody. I listen to but it. People are like excited about zappy. Doesn't no, that oh, wasn't negative? Oh, I know. No, but they're they're negative against Mac. They are. You know. And yeah, but I think they're really excited about zappy. I mean, I I think that next year at this time. 
they could be excited about some other guy. Yeah. Like I just think they like yeah. the new thing. Well, yeah. that yeah. But I don't think it's a negative. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't really see much negativity yesterday. I saw like a lot of excitement about like this guy can do things. It's just, you can just see it. He's got it. You know, like that kind of stuff. Do you think though that? People of those ilk see this as an opportunity to start to drive a wedge between Mac and Belichick and the Patriots and the fans. Oh, and, sure. You know, sure. Like you think people Absolutely. in the media want to drive a wedge between no, them? No. What, what do they the, care? The callers, the ones that hate Belichick. Why would you care? Because drama, drama moves the needle. Right. <laughs> like, I, mean, I think it's, you know, yeah. more stories to go. But, if, if, but if, if you're you not going to get any more drama than Bailey Zappi taking the quarterback job away from Mac Jones. If you want drama, oh yeah, you want needle moving. That's it. But this ain't going away. There's I a mean, reason why the Patriots Mac... game last week was the highest rated game they've had this year. Yeah. At one that's o'clock. it. At one o'clock. That's it. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like going forward, that's true. All these things that we've heard are going to be fact now, and it's going to be well, you know, Patriots didn't like how Mac handled that, and right. that, and that's lingered, you know, even though we're here in December, and Mac had a two interception game. So is it time to go back to Bailey Zappi? You know, I think. Like, okay, so like that's what we're gonna. Play. So, if do you think if Mac goes out and throws for three hundred and nine yards and three touchdowns, are you gonna hear that? Nope, not after that game. Okay, so do you think if he doesn't play well, that you, it's like unfair that he hears that? No, but I think I mean, people are gonna be all too willing to jump onto it. I mean, I think there could t- it will take yeah. one game to be like, all right, should they go back to Zappy now? Like, I don't okay, think anybody that, thinks that Mac is. So the that's what I'm asking: is that unfair? Ah. Maybe a little bit. Maybe well, a little it depends. bit. Yeah. I don't. I don't, Mac, I don't think it is. If I, Mac goes out and plays poorly, it's not unfair. It's it's like, like it's not unfair. I guess that's but, the question. That's, he earned, that's that's my point. Has he earned any benefit of the doubt? Like if he because he's probably going to have a bad game. So do you think if he has if he doesn't well, why, have why why do you say that? Because why would he probably have a bad game? You don't think Mac's going to have a bad game no. the rest of the year? It's not like oh whoa 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 oh yeah not whoa 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 that that's that was Andy like yeah I'm talking about the Bears. I didn't say he had to play a great game every single game he plays. Yeah no I mean I'm just saying going forward like this isn't going away like this is I mean Bailey Zappi's going to hang over Mac if Mac if Mac Jones plays well for say like the next three four five games and has a bad game people aren't going to be calling for bailey's app i hope you're right some might but no right. you uh, again most people won't don't take yeah. my no one yeah. I'm with, yeah. I'm with for paul. like zero I'm like with yeah paul. if he comes out and he plays rusty against the bears it's like you're gonna okay. hear bailey's happy yeah. yeah but but it's like you people might hear say bailey's happy give him give him back the opportunity or you could be like okay like first game back rusty but then if he comes out against the jets and does the same thing then it's like okay right. People are going to be definitely yeah. safe. But if he plays okay against the Bears and then plays even better against the Jets yeah. and then he plays okay against the Colts and then all of a sudden he has a bad game, people aren't going to be no. – there's not going to be a hue and cry, yeah. get him out of there, he stinks. But if he has a bad game right away in contrast to the good games that yeah. Zappi has had, yeah, he's going to hear some and he should. Yeah, well, I just – I guess I want where I'm at right now is, is how much – good faith has Mac earned at this point like you know I mean I think any NFL quarterback going forward there's going to be a bad game in there probably that doesn't mean that you're going to call for the starter's head because he had one bad game but I I think going forward this is this is now a thing like people will people will let me let me ask you this if Dak Prescott that was plays a couple of really bad games you don't think people in Dallas are going to be talking about Cooper Rush oh sure yeah why would I how much more Latitude should Dak Prescott have earned at this stage than Mac Jones? More. So that's like it's par for the course. When the starter misses time and the guy who replaces him comes in and plays well, and the starter returns and doesn't play well, that's not unfair. 
No, and and I'm not trying to make the point that like Mac should not get criticism if he doesn't play bad. I just think that knowing how this town works with sports radio, the Bailey Zappi thing, it's right in the back pocket now, and it's there, ready to go whenever. And and like whether or not Mac like plays great against great defenses or you know whatever the context is, any shakiness. I'll I'll say something. I'll repeat something I said I think last year about this show. It's very important for us to look at this fairly and talk about it fairly because this isn't with Tom Brady where, you know, you knew what was going to happen. I think fans really need objective criticism or praise. Right. And and fair objective criticism, you know, fair praise or criticism. You know, it's it's really on us to do that. It's it's we shouldn't be taking sides here. You know, um, we should call it like we see it. Well, it's like we were talking yesterday a little bit, and this was like during a break, and Tony was like looking at Max like last stretch of games when he hasn't like. He's like, yeah, he's got uh, you know seven touchdowns and I mean seven interceptions in his last like whatever many games, and I go, Tony, he's played twenty one games in his career, but he's thrown twenty interceptions. I said, don't like you don't need like a starting off point. You don't need to eliminate the good games and only focus on the bad games. Just use all of the games. He's played twenty one games, he's eleven and ten, and has twenty interceptions. That's not like clouding it to your point, Fred. Right. Like that's just kind of using the facts. Right. Uh, you know, as basic and he was like stunned. He was like, I had no idea he threw that many interceptions. I said, because we spent the whole year convincing everybody how wrong anybody was to question anything Mac Jones did. Now, on this show, I think we we looked at the good and the bad. Mike and I had Mac Jones on our good list after a lot of games. We had him on the bad list after some games, too. We caught some heat on some of those games because he's a rookie. You know, but that's what it is. Like, you have to – the way you just described that, Fred, I think is exactly what you have to do. You can't just ignore – when something doesn't go right. And you also can't just ignore when Bailey Zappi played well. Sure. You can't just dismiss that and say it was easy. It was against a bad team. Yeah, it was. And most of the good games that Mac had last year were against similarly bad teams. We have to look at the best interests of the team. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm serious. We, you know, it's, I think like we need to be like that safe place where you can get honest opinions and not agenda-filled opinions, you know? Yeah, well, I think this connects back to what your kind of philosophy was last season where, remember you were saying, we really need to analyze Mac and be fair and really break down what he's doing well and what he isn't, and I think that's the same same point. You, You have to continue... You know, to be fair, I just I guess right now where I'm wondering is like, is there a level that Matt can hit where people just say, ah, oh, right, he's he's the guy. Zappy did well. Right. Like Felger, we that's where Felger is. Yeah. Felger thinks that Mac Jones is better than Bailey Zappy. He thinks his skill set is better. He thinks it's not like a blowout, but he thinks it's better. Mm-hmm. Whereas Tony and Jim Murray are like, you know, I don't know. I think Zappy has played better than what I saw Mac play. So like, there's a difference of opinion there. And where I will agree with you a little bit with the. The talk radio nonsense, which I, I call it nonsense, but you guys know I love it. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I live right. for conflict. I love. No, this. I know, and that's I love why this that's stuff. where I'm searching out the <laughs> okay? the, the point of conflict. But I, I, be I do. I enjoy. Sustained. I enjoy the debate. I enjoy the snark. It, it's not to be taken literally. Like that's why what Ben Volan did, in all seriousness, is wrong. Like you can't just make stuff up. Yeah. So that's what makes it. You know, that's what makes it bad. Or just repeat whatever you hear. You know. You know. Yeah. Um, but 
what what I think like if you ask a lot of talk radio guys, they'll say what's best for the show. They want to happen. Yeah. That's not like mm-hmm. they want to drive. It's like so. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. like we're going to drive a wedge between Mac and, and and Zappy. But the better thing for this show would be if Zappy takes this job from Mac, because it's way more drama. It's way more yeah. needle moving, to use your yeah. phrase. Like so. Like, do you root for that? Yeah, I think I think that if like you're Mike and Tony, you're probably rooting for something that that will generate the most attention to this what, show. What they should be rooting for is the Patriots to win every game. Oh, and that's <laughs> I, I will no tell matter you, who's the quarterback. I will tell you with absolute uncertainty, like absolute luck, Mike Felger roots for them to win every game because he is so concerned if the, the teams do not have success that people will stop listening. Yeah, he should I'm be. telling you, that's all that's it's ever on his mind. People yeah. would be stunned to hear that, how much he wants the teams to win. I mean, yeah. it, it. he's smart. You know, uh, in this town, we don't have the patience for mediocrity, yeah. you know, or, you know, worse than that, losing losing teams. Look at the ratings for the Red Sox. You know, and you could say, well, baseball. No. Boston's still a baseball town. Red Sox have been yeah, sort the rating, of— The ratings stunk last year. They went to the ALCS. They were, <laughs> well, they weren't that bad as this year. Well, not as bad as this year, but yeah. they were bad. Yeah, could, you know, but— Overall, like in terms of baseball, they, we we do pretty good in terms of attendance at Fenway Park. We do pretty good compared to the other. We're still, you know, not a football's number one, but we're still a good baseball town. But there, no one's no one's you know immune to uh, fans' disinterest. Yeah. So back to the fair conversation. I also think too, like when you're looking at the offense that Mac was was asked to play with you know a lot of deep balls down the field Bailey Zappi wasn't doing that and so I think too with playing fair and like comparing like how Mac played at the start of the season and with how Bailey Zappi played you know in the games that he was out there too I think you also still have to look at that not just the opponent but the offense that was installed per quarterback absolutely Evan did, like I said Evan did a uh, piece earlier this week you know showing the numbers of the differences in the offenses that's why it's going to be really important for us to watch the game Monday night and and make that evaluation. What kind of offense are they running? Are they doing what Zappy did? Yeah. yeah. And, and then mean, if it and if they are and Max not doing well, then it's fair to say, well, Zappy did it better. Yeah. And you someone know? actually asked Bill that yesterday, saying like, do you have to draft up two different game plans depending on who starts? Do you have to tweak one for Bailey Zappy versus for Mac Jones? And of course, that question really wasn't answered. Right. But it makes you wonder, like, are they gonna if Mac? starts on Monday night, are they going to go back to what they were installing with him before, or are they going to do a hybrid of a mix of that, yeah. a mix of Zappy, or are they going to give him what Zappy was doing? Yeah, I, I thought no in Mike's roundtable questions that he sent emailed to us today, I thought he had a really good one. It's yes. like, how are your expectations job, Mike. How are your expectations <laughs> different if Mac plays versus Zappy? Yeah. I think that was a good question, because mine are different. Yeah. yeah. I have mine to admit, different. my bar for Mac is higher. I expect him to be a playmaker. Yeah. That's good then because we have different answers. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is For, the same. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Mine has the same, same? expectations. No. I, expe- kind of I expect Mac to, to, in and of himself, to make plays where I expect Zappi to just play within the guardrails, not make mistakes. You know. So you want Zappi to still have his training wheels on? Um, well, as we get further along, I think we take him off. But yes, right okay. now, yes. I think, so I wrote two different things for both of them, too. For Mac, I don't want him to come in and think that he has to play hero ball and just, like, completely show why he's so much better. Because if he does that, he's going to make a ton of mistakes. Mm -hmm. So I want him to come back and have a good game, but not 
be the focus of like, let me go out here and show them why I'm this far ahead than Bailey Zappi. I don't want that. Yeah, to yeah. I think it's a great point, Tamara. And I, I like, and I'm the place I'm at. I'm in a similar place to Paul. I don't think it's all that different. I mean, I just think for Zappi, it's don't screw things up. Do what you've been doing. This yep. is a team that we should beat. And the same thing with Mac. Like you've been hurt. Don't try to do too much. Just yeah. get but, the ball but, out and run the ball. Run don't it, turn right? it over. But yep. let's look at this from the Bears' perspective. Okay, mm-hmm. if you're you know figuring out what to do against the Patriots' offense going into this game, you know I would be like. They ain't doing that fundamental stuff with us, mm-hmm. you know. If they, th- you know, and may- maybe they won't be successful, but you know, like the testosterone. If they try <laughs> that, you know, football one on one stuff against us, we're gonna. Well, I don't not- think that. Do you think they ran football one on one stuff against Cleveland? I don't think it was as uh, um, complex as what Mac was doing. No, I felt like I, he, I felt like they did more than they did with Zappy in the Lions game. Me, me too. Yeah, by a lot. Yeah. I agree, Samara. Yeah, you know what's funny thing that I'm, I'm noticing some of the conversations I have with people who you know are just general fans are, you know, saying that like it just felt like a Patriots offense to me. Like I, I can't remember like saying this about the the Cleveland game, and I I feel so tied up in it. I can't really say for sure how I, if I agree with that or not. But I don't know. There's just something interesting. Like I think a lot of people that watch Zappy just felt like a, a feeling of familiarity around the Patriots offense for whatever reason. I'm not sure exactly why. Maybe it was just the uh, you know some of the continued execution stuff, but I think it's an interesting point. Does Matt come out try to prove a point? Is he pushing the ball down the field? Well, into you have danger? to worry about that. You know, I yeah. think that's yeah, a, that's what Tamara's point. I do, I, I agree with that. Great point. Don't over, don't overthink you know? it. And what yeah. you're telling about Mac of oh he's been ready to play, he's ready to play, he's champing at the bit, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> like, but it, that that's the that's the mark of somebody who might come in and be re- like, I gotta get regardless it done of yeah. who the Patriot quarterback is. If I, I expect the Bears to throw yeah. the kitchen sink at him. Whoever the quarterback yeah. is, and whoever the quarterback is, is going to have to figure that out. Yeah, you know, you know, one more thing too. I thought Paul was remember uh, remember when we got into mini camp, and they were just like, "Wow, they're really throwing the ball down the field to Trey Nixon a lot." And I remember you being like, "That seemed like they're kind of doing this on purpose to be like, see, we can do this." And mm-hmm. like, I wonder if that's. A kid, like, don't make it a continuation against the Bears this weekend of, like, oh, you guys thought Bailey Zappi was good. Wait till you see these bombs start dropping and just start, you know, chucking them down to right. the and, and I didn't take your – like, when you asked the question, I didn't take it, like, how do I expect the two quarterbacks to play? Like, mm-hmm. how how yeah. well they play? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. Just what your I took it as, like, yeah. what would the game plan be? And yeah. I, I, yeah. I took it as, like, nah, like a continuation of what they've been doing. You know, yep. They're going to run the ball. They're going to, you know, take their shots with play action, protect the ball, get the lead. That's the formula for success. Yeah. But, but for here's success. the thing. I, I, like I said, my bar for Mac is higher. He was a first-round draft pick. I don't care if he was the fifth quarterback it, taken. It should be higher. It he, should yeah. be He's higher. He's also been yeah. in the league for, for right. a full year I, longer. I expect more out of him than I do Zappy at this point. Yeah, but I'm not necessarily – I don't think that question was like, who do you think will play better on Sunday? It's like, no. what do you expect the what, Patriots what to do on Sunday? What are my expectations? Yeah. 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 I, I like that. I want, if it's Bailey Zappi, them to continue to add on what they did against the Browns. Like, it felt like they right. were opening up the playbook a little bit more, doing more with the offense with him than they did in the Lions game, obviously. So if it's him, I want more of that. So, like, in other words, if the game plan was exactly the same yep. against Cleveland as it was, and mm-hmm. Mac played, to your point, Fred, you'd expect him to have done better than Mac. Oh, yeah. Than yes. Zappi oh, did. yeah. Absolutely. That, but that's that's fine. I didn't, I mean... I'm not telling you like that you took the question wrong. I'm just telling you I took it different. Yeah. I took it as how will they go about playing mm-hmm. based on yeah, the I, quarterbacks. I, I don't think anything will change. I mm-hmm. took it diff- a little differently. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you know. 
that, but that's the eye of the beholder. But as many plays, that's yeah. what makes it good. Is as, there's different yeah. ways right. as yeah. many yeah. as many plays as Zappy made. I would expect Mac to make more plays. Oh yeah. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think For that's sure. I think yeah. that's fair. Yeah. yeah, maybe Mac gets in, has a quiet start. I mean, quiet in a good way, not like he doesn't do much, but just takes what's there. Can doesn't you force issues. If he threw a pick on like the first series, I oh like right to a guy just in and drops into the zone. In in that respect, it's a good thing this is a, a w- an away game. Oh yeah, you know because they would they would yeah start the zap. Oh, cheers. they would here. <laughs> they would. <laughs> they did it with Brady. They'll do it with Mac. What, 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 wait, 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 what? Wait. Isn't the game here? The, the game's game is here. here. What am I talking about? The game about? is here. The zappy chance. <laughs> oh. The zappy fever shirt. You know what? This is going to be tough. <laughs> 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 That's why, like the whole. I think there and I know most people go the other way. They like you know the Chicago game's a soft landing. We talked about yeah. this yesterday. Yeah, Chicago's you know they're not they're not very good. You get them out there, he gets a win under his belt, and then you go to the Jets, who may or may not be better. Um, <laughs> I'm still very skeptical. Yeah. You guys, you know, I'm more on uh, on board. Um, and I'm like, I think I if, if if I was like just Joe Mac Jones fan, like I'm rah rah. Kind of would like him to to come back on the road. That's what, yeah. Because I think yeah. there's that inherent pressure of if something goes wrong, you got to hear it from your own fans. And they yeah. will. If if he goes out and throws a pick on the first drive, <laughs> you, he's going right, to Let's hear not it. put that I, out I, into the universe. I don't right? anticipate that happening. Now Justin Fields doing that, that's <laughs> oh, very possible. Yeah, Justin that's very possible. Well, I'd just be happy to see Justin Fields allowed to <laughs> drop back and throw it. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> so I just I just launch the ball with my arm and someone will catch it. Is you know I'm gonna go against something I've said before. Like I've always said, like in, when it comes to the Patriots, I want them to blow out every opponent. You know, yeah. And it would be nice if they got an early well, you're lead. Gonna get, you're gonna get what you wish for yeah. this week. Yeah. It'd be nice if they can get an early lead, and it's not even a game where Mac has to win it, right? You and know? then maybe for but, good measure, he tosses but, one like late. But there's a part of me. Like, there's a part of me in this game. I'd like Mac to have to do something. To just interesting to mm. just show that he can. Well, I that's, don't. That's I don't back know. to the Mac, the main Mac narrative. I feel of of okay. We know you're pretty good against yep. the teams that are maybe overmatched or equal, but yeah, something something outside the box. I don't. This week just could see like the Bears getting like Khalil Herbert has like a 50 yard run on the first series and yeah. it sets up a field goal. They're down three nothing and the Patriots win like you know 38 to three. I thought he couldn't. I thought he couldn't play from behind. <laughs> you know, like one of those deals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're more likely to get one of those scenarios, Fred, maybe against the Jets. Where, like, okay, maybe Zach Wilson has the Jets up. He doesn't throw five interceptions yes. like last time. Yes. Right. Right. Say yeah, they're up 21 14 in the fourth. Will he complete five passes, though? <laughs> <laughs> Say the Jets are up 21 14 in the fourth, and then Mac Jones has to oh, go down it. and score. Oh, I love it. I yeah. would love Twice. it. Twice. Yeah. I would love it. I mean, I said. I You'd said love him to succeed in that. Succeed. I don't think yeah. you would love it as it was happening. No. This would be <laughs> one of those that Tamara and I have <laughs> to take away your shoelaces. Oh, yeah. I'd be going crazy, but just to get it out of the way. You know, to get it out of the way. Some comeback wins. But, I mean, if you're going to get a comeback win, you've got to be down right you have to yeah. you have to That's stare that down in the well, face they got that houston uh, game uh, we always got that one <laughs> Wait, we always got houston <laughs> for the chargers game wasn't that like down to the wire ish yeah they were losing yeah. in the fourth quarter of that game and then herbert threw the pick yeah which you know that was a pick six what That's how so, we so let's say phillips yeah that's yeah. That. Yeah. Phillips. So, yeah. so let's say the patriots do just plaster the bears, that bears. will paul's With people Mac. be saying well that's not fair. You know, Mac didn't even have to play. I still think Zappy's better. <laughs> you, know? I, you, you, will, you will hear some yeah, of that. Think, you absolutely will. Yeah, yeah I, I think know. you will hear some of that just because yeah. of statistically how bad the Bears are unless you are, you know, 
on Bill's side and have a thousand great things to say about the Bears, then right. you might have a different perspective afterwards. So it's funny <laughs> you talked about that, uh, the, the, the opening diatribe about the Bears. Um, Andy, uh, we, I'm going to do the podcast with Andy, the Six Rings podcast for him uh, after our show. And he, he told me they had a Chicago guy on. <laughs> Half the guys that Bill was talking about, the guy didn't even, wasn't even really like I like he, I'm not even really aware of him. Like he's wow. like some of the guy like the special team guys. Oh, I know. So like, that, the guy from Chicago who covers the Bears is like, yeah, he's not, he's not really on the radar. It left me scrambling because I was writing the ten to watch thing, and I kind of had had finished it up, and then I heard Bill's thing, and I was like. Special teams. <laughs> like, you know, what? You know how you always <laughs> like to read into things, Fred, when Bill talks and it's like he never said that Dan Campbell, you know, that he never said yeah. Detroit's well coached. Right. So, you you know, that the longer he goes with a bad team like that, the more confident you should be that you're going to get an, an absolute ass kicking. <laughs> <laughs> This got, is how we talked about yeah. the 04 Cleveland Browns being explosive with the ability to score from anywhere on the field. Like, he went on for days and days about how – productive their offenses and they're like the lowest scoring offense in football like when he does that yeah. you know that he's looking at that and it's like oh man i just got to come out and just throw stuff out there because <laughs> this team can't do anything yeah well okay. it's gonna be interesting uh monday night yeah. uh patriots bears I said this is my my like the last uninteresting game to me. Not that any game is uninteresting. I just but said like, it was interesting. He I, says it's uninteresting. But but, but I, well, you know, I, you're right. I mean for the, for that. But as far as like the opponent, this is the, the last opponent that uh, there's really nothing for me to glum. I know the Jets are the Jets, but the Jets are an, a divisional rival, and I think that that's a really big game. Um, but otherwise, I, I, I don't care who they're playing. It's our quarterback situation makes it yeah. interesting, that's, and that'll that'll carry us. That's here. that's yeah. what I'm talking about. See, yeah. So you're falling into it. You're going to be completely reactionary based on one game. You're no. the, you're the guy that Mike is made, I'm, making I'm, fun of. I'm going to go into it really nervous because I want Mac to play well. Yeah. Oh, I know. You know. Wow. Wow. Like I I don't I, have a dog in the fight. So the if he doesn't, I think the other guy's playing great. So I like. I know. I, I, and I that's and that's like, really. It doesn't matter to me at all if Bailey Zappi ends up being the guy or Mac Jones ends up being the guy. And that's like like this ain't like Drew and Brady for me. Like I had no, like I liked Drew. No, I, it, I like I had no, a stake in that one. This is it's, such a it's not like I'm I'm like this big Mac guy. Yeah. It's just like I want our first round pick to be our quarterback. Yeah, I don't want to have wasted that pick. But if yeah, if Bailey Zappi is better, what do you care? Yeah. What do you think his his ceiling is? Paul? I, I I don't think it's much different than Max. Well, I really don't. Okay, so you don't think that? That's fine. So you don't care. I do. But I'm just saying, forget about what you think of a person. What difference does it make if this guy ends up being better? I, I hear him on just the draft pick thing. I mean, that's, you know, that that's a little bit of frustration. But I'm with you otherwise. I get it. I get it. But you but know. isn't the goal to make sure you have a really good quarterback? Yeah. Right. So whichever guy is really good, yeah. what difference does it make? <laughs> well, that's yeah. the key. No, I'm not saying that one guy stinks and the other guy stinks worse. No, I'm but, saying one of them is really good. But, well, that's right. If Zappy ends up being like really good, I'd be like, wow, they found another diamond yeah, no, in the rough. That's great. If you're asking me my opinion, I agree with you. Right. Like, I don't think that he's as good as Mac Jones. You know, so I, it's just, you know, I never expected it, this. It's, you know, we don't realize that, but this is NFL reality. Yeah. You know, like most teams don't just go from one great quarterback to another. Uh, most teams go through this kind of purgatory where they're looking for that. And I, I want to, you know, 
And Make that here. window smaller. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, we're in the purgatory. It's we're in purgatory years. right now. Yeah. I mean, can you remember a time like this in another NFL team where there was, you know, certainly an incumbent starter who is good, but maybe, you know, hasn't quite proven that he is an elite quarterback. And then you have another guy kind of nipping at his heels a little bit who, yeah, you know, who ends up taking the job. Mostly at, like, it's, and then it's because of injury and stuff. But like what like with Washington happened, what happened with Robert Griffin and mm, Kirk Cousins. That's a good one. You know, it was yeah. mostly because of. Mike yeah. Shanahan ripped up Robert Griffin's knee. Right. Yeah. He played in a game he had absolutely no business playing in and ended up doing irreparable damage. It was never the same. But they've drafted both of those guys. One was in the first round and one was in the fourth fourth round, just like this. And yeah. w- but now in the same uh, year. But RG3's first year, he was really good, great. wasn't he? Yeah. He was great. And then he got hurt. Yeah. He got, and he got they, hurt in the and playoff they, game. And they rushed him back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they played on that, that terrible field, and they got a lot of criticism for rushing him back, like Fred said. He was better, he was never better than Mac, his rookie year. Oh, God, yeah. 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 Just don't remember. Yeah. I remember him getting hurt. But, but that exact scenario you're talking about, I can't remember of where you had an incumbent, you know, and then. You got on the second guy. Yeah. That's kind of there. No, it's just it's. Usually when it happens, you have two guys that aren't all that good. You know, yeah. like Steve Grogan and Matt Cavanaugh, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Yeah. You know, it's it's just – and I only use that because that's home. That's Patriots. I think that's where, like, my original, like, thing about the radio and all that was just coming from a place of, is Mac ever going to have Bailey Zappi off his shoulders? Like, because I think, you know, where we kind of come out is that, I mean, Mac's good, but I think he needs to prove something we haven't seen yet to, to hit that next level. And the problem with there? Mac is this happened too early in his career. Yeah. You know, if he had been an established starter for four or five years here, and then he gets hurt, and the guy comes in and People wins a couple games, it. yeah. it's great. Okay, he kept he You're kept right. the seat warm. Yes, You're right. It happened Second too early year, in his he career. He was slumping a little bit out of the gate. Yeah, no one would be changes. talking about that. Fred's absolutely right. If he was the, the starter for three years and then got hurt and missed a few games, you'd be no like, one would be talking you know, about thank it. you for your service, Bailey. You know, yeah. now, I Max, mean, I mean, know. do you think at any point? It would be impetus to ch- to trade Bailey Zappi. If, you know, let's say Matt comes back, he's fine, he's the starter, he, he doesn't, you know, play great or terrible, he's just kind of maybe a little bit better than he was last year, that they feel like we got, let's get rid of one of these guys because we don't want to have I, this um, When it comes up duo. to four years. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I wouldn't until that, third, yeah. uh, you know, I would I would Because they're have both him, up the same year, right? I, I, assuming if they picked up Max. Ostensibly, yes. Yeah. Uh, but I, I would have, um, I'm with Fred on this, I would wait till the third year and Maybe going into that fourth year, if I, I thought that I could get something, then I, I would. But that's a good year. Yeah. But the something has to be, I think, for me at least, like a third or second. You know, and I, and I know this is gonna, like you said something, like you're always rooting for the blowout, but this one you want. Like I, I'll say, my hypocritical thing today will be cap related. Okay, I do think there's value in having a backup that you are feeling good about who doesn't make any money. Yep. I think there's value in that. I yeah. Sure. Yeah. As much as I poo-poo the crap, the the cap, I I do think. Oh yeah, well I, mean, I think you, you could benefit just line from up having a, a guy a who's making a couple hundred football, grand veteran backup salaries. You could probably line those up, and I bet it's a drop in the bucket what Bailey Zappi's getting right. paid. So, and yeah. I think we were one of the like you know Brian Hoyer made a decent you know backup quarterback yeah. salary as a, a 36, 37 year old you know veteran. Yeah, eight five five pass five hundred is the ace ticket hotline. Eight five five pass five hundred. Let's. Uh, Let's go to the phones and see what our listeners have to say. Let's start with Jerry in North Carolina. Hey, Jerry. What's going on, everybody? Hey. A long-time Patriots fan. Great. Hello, Jerry. 
Hey, hey. Um, so I got really a statement and two questions. Uh, the statement goes like this. So um, I think one of the biggest things a lot of people are missing when it comes to the difference between Bailey Zappi and uh, Mac Jones is when you see Bailey Zappi, you see a little bit of that twinkle of um, Brett Favre in him, a little bit of that gunslinger versus the long-term thinking thing that you get with Mac Jones. Okay. So which I, one do you like? What do you say the long-term one? You you get the, the methodical thinking processing type situation oh. with Mac Jones. I got you. I got you. That a lot of times gets him in trouble and he misses Reed. Well, here's the thing. If, hmm. if, if numbers mean it. anything to you, Zappi had some pretty damn good numbers in college. Now, albeit against lesser competition, but, man, he, he chucked the ball around, yep. right? Yep. Yeah. yeah, so which one do you so prefer, Jerry? So let me ask you this before I answer that question. Let me ask you this. If uh, Bailey Zappi was at Alabama with the same tools that Mac Jones had, do you think it would have been a different result or it would have been higher? Oh, God. I think it would have been the same result. I don't know. I mean, I think how, how much better can they have been? Yeah, I think you, you know? could. I think you could plug any quarterback yeah, in that's with that the team, thing. and you would have had the same result. You got receivers like you know Waddle, and you know, I mean, it's everything. Yeah, everything. it's the coaching the, the line. It's the line. It's the receivers. It's the defense. Yeah, it have probably been right, similar. So, yeah. So what I'm saying is, would we still be having the same conversation? conversation as if he's a backup quarterback if he would have played at Alabama with the same tools. Um, it's a good point. It's a good point. The pedigree. So I'm going to put you down for Zappy. The competition would have been there. Yep. 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 For now. Yep. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's the gunslinger. Okay. Um, but my question is, uh, when are we going to start seeing more of the uh, trip uh, sets with the, with the wide receivers? Like, we got Kendrick Moore. We see Thornton's back. We, we still got um, Jacoby Myers. I feel like we can get a lot more um, play actions off those trips. I think we've seen a little bit of that. I'd have to ask Evan, but I do remember them. Yeah. I, I don't have the numbers because I don't care, but I, I see you know, yeah, like three, like they, Parker, Myers, and in, in, uh yeah, they've Thornton been, they've out been out mostly three receivers all year. Yeah, and yeah. I and I and you know in a trip set too. I, I've seen them all on the same side, like stacked, and yep. you know I, I've seen a little bit of that. Yeah, I mean I, I think three receivers is their most popular personnel group. Yeah, yeah. Again, I mean they played almost entirely the first couple weeks too in it. Yeah, so I I think you'll see a little bit more of that, and I think you've seen already a little of it already. I mean I think injuries know? will depend on it, you know, and I don't know if they feel like they can build off anything that Johnu did. You know, yeah. is that can that bump up the two tight ends at all but i think that the injuries to born and, and Aguilar are the big question makes us a little thin right now yeah. all of us you know before it was like oh we've got this glut of wide receivers and now we might need trey nixon yeah <laughs> right so yeah last question uh is there any truth to uh the patriots looking at dj moore I haven't heard anybody connect yeah. DJ Not more to I've the seen. Patriots, but I that I I don't really look I've, at a lot of that stuff, so I haven't seen it. I, I haven't, haven't heard seen it. it either. I haven't heard anything. All right, I got a wide receiver one for you. Um, um, thanks, Jerry. Thanks, Jerry. Um, so, like we were talking about, Jeremy Fowler had Bourne and Aguilar as possible trade candidates, and you know my initial reaction is like, well, I mean, obviously they're not going to get rid of both of them. I think they would get rid of one if they got rid of any of them, but. What if they traded Bourne because they thought they could get something for him and then signed Odell Beckham, who's now seemingly getting close? I saw something like the Chiefs are now uh, you know, involved in that. Yeah. Um, it, it no longer looks like it's a foregone conclusion that he's returning to the Rams. 
which I think most people enter the season thinking he's going back to the Rams. Yeah. Maybe he's looking at that offensive line and saying, what good is it going to do when Stafford gets killed every play? You know, yeah. I'm not going to be able to do anything. Um, but would you be willing to entertain that, Fred? If they traded Bourne, maybe got a draft pick or two and signed Odell Beckham. When's yeah. the uh, deadline? November 1st. I'm just thinking, do I have enough information to say, okay, we've got a shot, it's worth bringing him in, or like, it ain't going to make a difference. Ah. I think so. I, I would. I mean, I would. Yeah. I, I mean, right now my feeling about this Patriots team is that I, I, I wouldn't probably want to stack them up against Buffalo, but I think if you added one more receiver to the mix, I, I mean, I'd, I'd take them against – I mean, not the, straight up anybody. I mean, I don't know they'll beat anybody. They could beat or lose to anybody, I, I think. I guess so. Outside of maybe I mean, a couple How much better teams. do you think the Patriots are offensively with Odell Beckham instead of Kendrick Bourne? I'd like to believe that they would. They would. Yeah, be, if he's healthy, they would be I think they'd have to yeah, be. Yeah, they, right? they'd be better. Yeah, yeah, they'd be better. I don't know how much, but they would yeah. be better. Not. I mean, it's hard to know where Odell Beckham's at, how he would kind of fit into things, and you know, if he meshes better with. Now, if they were not. using Bourne like last year, I would probably say, eh, I, I don't. Point? I don't really. I'd rather yeah. have the guy that's been in the system and work, and I know he works, and as opposed to bringing a guy in who has more talent. I, I don't think anybody would right? argue with yeah. that Beckham is a better player than Kendrick Bourne. I don't think anybody would argue that. Um, you know, maybe some of the the wall defenders, but <laughs> I mean, I think most people would would admit that Beckham's a better player. Yeah, but I mean, maybe I th- not necessarily better for your team right now. And I think you're right, though. I think there's still a part of me though that's just like, can we just play Bourne more and get more out of him? I mean, he's got the toe injury now too, which is probably going to complicate those matters a little bit. But uh, I don't know. It's tough. I mean, it's a tough balance because Aguilar has the big contract, but he probably has a little bit more appeal. I would say just to other teams that he's kind of been around a little bit, had some success in Philadelphia. Uh, Born, it's a little bit harder, I think, to translate. Like, how does he fit into everybody else's team? But he's more affordable, so that might make him more movable. I, th- I think at the end of the day, they're going to just stick with what they got at receiver, though. Uh, let's go back to the phones. We'll go to Anthony in Seattle. What's up, Anthony? The world's original podcast. You got it. You got it. <laughs> I love that, man. I love that. Hey, um, a uh, couple quick things. Um, uh, I completely uh, drew a blank. Not so quick. Okay. Uh, oh, hey, uh, Paul, put, put me down for uh, for Matt. Uh, last I saw, was, gotcha. uh, he was making plays that I didn't think he was capable of making. So I want to see more of that to see if uh, he can do that or if, that, if he was just out of his mind that day. Because, I mean, if he can be that, but it, with one interception instead of three, then he's my quarterback. So okay. I want to see if he can be that. All right. Um I uh what I the reason I was calling is because I uh I was thinking about the um the uh, the debate that's the hot debate about uh the down 15 and going for two and, and all that oh, good stuff God. and um, I actually have an answer to Paul's question why is it better to be down a uh, 9 than 8 which I didn't think I I'd have an, an answer to that but uh, before I answer that I I do want to say Paul I I I'm with you if you put me in the situation I'm just going to take the extra point every time and try to get the two later um but when uh, people were calling and emailing with their analytics, and they brought analytics into the picture. Uh, I don't want to say it changed my mind, but they made me realize that it's more of if you're going to look at it from an analytics standpoint, it's actually just kind of it's the same thing. It's like right down the middle. You're either you're either going to be successful on the two point conversion or unsuccessful, whether it's the first time or second time. You're either going to be tie the game or you're going to be down two points, kicking a kicking an onside at the end of the game. But but one one slight advantage uh, to what you were asking, Paul. Why is it better to be down nine than eight? If you're just just asking that question in general, of course not. You'd rather be down uh, eight. 
But if you're looking at it from in that uh, scenario, um, and you're, again, you're, you're using a- analytics, you have to assume, okay, the same percentage, the same chances uh, is that you missed you either made the extra, uh, the two point conversion, or you missed the extra, uh, or you missed the two point conversion. Whether you went for it on the first or second attempt, so go off the uh, premise that you missed the two point conversion either way. Well, then if you're down, let's say you're if you're down nine, then that means you've already failed. If you're down eight, that just means you haven't failed yet, right? So if you're down nine, you kick the ball off, which I think that you're also still got time to kick the ball off if there's six minutes left. No, you don't. Play defense. But but either way, that's neither here nor there. You, you you say let's say you're driving, you're you, you know you're going at you're going fast because you need you need two scores, right? Let's say you get to a fourth down and you got you know a couple timeouts left, two and a half minutes left in the game. If you're down nine, you've already failed, and you're in field goal range. The field goal is in play. If you're down eight, the field goal is no longer in play. So in that same scenario. You uh, you know let you you continue to drive so you convert the fourth down. Wait 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 wait. Go ahead. So you're down nine. The -hmm. field goal's in play to make it six, right? Correct. So why down eight is the field goal not in play to make it five? Either way, you still need a touchdown. No 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 because because you're well yes the field goal is in play but you're going to get crucified right because you don't know that you failed the two point conversion yet. So if you yes you, you you absolutely can kick the field goal to make it five but then they're going to. I would you kick a field goal, you got to go. You know what I mean? No. No, because so, Bill Belichick was down eight and didn't kick field goals in the 2015 AFC Championship game against Denver, and he got crucified for it. Because if they had kicked field goals on those three trips, they wouldn't have had a – remember, yeah, they, they, they ended up getting the touchdown yeah. and ultimately didn't get the two in no, the yeah. last minute. Now, Anthony, I hear – And I also – I summarily dismiss the fact that the two-point conversion play is always the same percentage. Like, if you miss it early, you'll get – you know, chances are you get it late. You can't tell me that if a team rallies for 15 points in the last six minutes of the game, that the chances of them getting the two-point conversion in the last minute aren't better than they were with six minutes left before the comeback has even started. Like, you I'm can't w- tell me the motions don't count. 23. That. Yeah, Did you I'm think there was any I'm chance that those two two-point conversions weren't going to get converted? No. The train was rolling. Yeah. That's no, a, but if you asked me, ask me about a third down play in the second quarter, I would have told and, you there's, and, a, and, there's a chance they'll get and, stopped. And the yeah. defense was gassed. Right. You know, so – uh, Anthony, thanks for the call, but I'll tell you. I get the theory. I, I, mean, I understand. We've got so many. E- I'm not going to get no, into them. And, th- and everybody has explained it. Everybody has explained it. I understand what the mentality is. Am I allowed to disagree with it? Yes. Sh- sure. I don't really get the notion that three scores in the last six minutes, it matters how you get them. Like, I would rather go seven first than six. That's all. You guys, it doesn't matter because it's on a chart. And it says, you know, you, yeah. you, you, I would rather only need two scores yeah, but than the, three. The to amount me, of emails I have, really, I know, this uh, is an important issue to people, but they're all apparently. Ex- they're all explaining it the same way, and I get it. They're all explaining it properly. I totally understand. This is another thing. It's kind of like the soccer people who tell you that you just don't understand it. I understand. I just disagree. I'm like, yeah. we don't all have to have the same opinion on things. Fourth down from, from like, the other team's 40 – Go for it. I love it. The analytics will tell you it's a great move. I get it. I understand it. I agree with it. But not every time. But not every time do I agree with yeah. two points. Why do, you think, why do you think most coaches feel it's best to put off going for two as long as you can? The later in the game you get, then you, you know, when, you're, mm. when you're chasing points, yeah. you put it off as long as you can. Why do people think that is? 
because because uh, it extends the game. It extends the game, but it's also more sure to get the point. Take the point. No, early, I know, but you know, but my point, like, you want to have hope. You want to play the rest of the game. Like the game ended on the failed two point conversion. I know people don't agree, but the game ended because they found themselves still down two scores with six minutes left. And now I need a miracle. Now I need Kenyon Drake in Miami miracle. Okay? How dare you. If I only need eight, I don't need a miracle. I just need a stop. One stop. And then I can go down and I can control it. If I can score, I can tie it. If I don't, I lose. Same thing. Yeah. All right. But uh, at least I have hope. I can play the last six. I extend the game. I'm playing the last six minutes competitively. Today's lunch is uh, brought to us by Pete in Ottawa. Pete, thanks, uh, Pete. You know, every sandwich. once in a while, our listeners buy us lunch, and wow. we appreciate we that. We love them. Thank for you. It. Paul took full advantage of that. I uh, got a pizza. Yeah, I'll be eating off camera, so you guys can't make fun. No, I'm just. Yeah, kidding. I so, got a rock. So we'll take a, a quick break here. Uh, we've got a lot more calls and emails, and today we do our picks, so we got to hurry. Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning, and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great, but it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. 
There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Patriots fans, you'll want to check out the replay on this one. Pat the Patriot is stealing the show tonight with his Bank of America mobile banking app. That's right, folks. So here we see Pat cheering and then whammo. Is that Bank of America life plan? Looks like he's saving up for some big future moves. Planning the next vacay, huh, big guy? And wait, now he's paying back his buddy for concessions using Zelle? No penalty there. Incredible. No way. As if that double move wasn't impressive enough, now he's beefing up his account defense with security meter? Holy cannoli, what a performance. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Patriot fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com banking. You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms were set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grillin' Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. 
We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great, but it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Patriots fans, you'll want to check out the replay on this one. Pat the Patriot is stealing the show tonight with his Bank of America mobile banking app. That's right, folks. So here we see Pat cheering and then whammo. Is that Bank of America life plan? Looks like he's saving up for some big future moves. Planning the next vacay, huh, big guy? And wait, now he's paying back his buddy for concessions using Zelle? No penalty there. Incredible. No way. As if that double move wasn't impressive enough, now he's beefing up his account defense with security meter? Holy cannoli, what a performance. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Patriot fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com banking. You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. And now, great moments in history. Well, you're in between today with a salmon color. Yeah. It's not quite fall, not quite summer. It's no. almost like a sunset color. Yeah, right. The end of one season, the beginning of another. I like it. <laughs> no, no one shirt though. No. Yeah. No. It's yeah. human. You, you don't have one either. No, I never wear an You undershirt. fur-bearing animal. But you often wear an undershirt, don't you? With a dress shirt, yeah. Yeah. But not with a polo shirt. That's Wh- just ridiculous. Because that? it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. To wear a undershirts are for long sleeve. When you have a long sleeve, uh, you don't want to, you know. But you don't if you have a short, you don't wear a short sleeve shirt on top of a short sleeve shirt. That's just I thought that's undershirts moronic. were for hygienic reasons. It's moronic. Why do you wear an undershirt then? 
When you have a long sleeve shirt, yes, like a dress shirt, yes, you want to have something so that in case you get a little warm, you know, with the uh, perspiring, the, yeah, perspiring. The, the dress shirt doesn't get. So you don't care about that. No, yeah, but perspiring because it looks ridiculous to have a short sleeve shirt on top of a short sleeve shirt. Wait, I feel attacked I right now, and, and I don't, I don't really I don't care for this. And Deuce has one. Deuce and, has it on well, right now. Not only that, not only that, and I don't really understand the difference. I one layer. He just called you ridiculous. I know. I know. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to explain it. I'm going to storm out of here. Cannot be made, made to look ridiculous. <laughs> one layer is less uh, is cooler than two layers. You have two layers of clothing. That's technically warmer so on a warm day if you wear two layers you're going to be hotter and you're going to sweat yeah. more. so on a warm day with a dress shirt you'd only wear just the dress shirt uh yes i gotta tell you you're having batting practice right <laughs> <laughs> this is just this is a clinic you're putting on that's another great moment from patriots unfiltered is brought to you by the massachusetts office of travel and tourism great memories are made in massachusetts no matter how you choose to make them Indoors or outdoors, scenic views or city vibes, solo or family style, whatever moves you, whatever the season, plan your perfect Massachusetts getaway at visitma.com. Guess what? Evan. Evan has returned from practice. Evan has returned from practice. Yeah, Evan has returned from practice. What was the mood? Who wasn't there? What did he see? I told you it was a banger. Okay, so we were walking back from practice, and Evan said that there was a song and everything, and I thought he was joking. No. You've never heard that before? Way to listen to yeah, the thanks show. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah. No. Very, very good. Yeah. I told her it was a banger. Was it a banger? It is it, a banger. It, it used to be yeah. the Deuce song, and then we yeah. changed it to Evan. I like the original better. You know, that's my Shocker. Wow. First. So Shocker Evan first. is, in fact, back from practice, and he's got some news. I do have some news, and I, I've taken some Tylenol. I've rested up. <laughs> And my fever is back to normal oh. because oh. based off of what we saw out at practice today, it sure looks like Mac Jones oh. is feeling it, is looking more like himself. We also had some reports this morning along the same lines. And the tell is always when you see the starting offensive line get together with the quarterback, one quarterback, not all the quarterbacks, goes and works on the snap uh, cadence with the offensive line. Last couple weeks, it's been Bailey Zappi. This week, it was number 10, Mac Jones. So Mac is back as QB1. I, I think it's safe to say that. <laughs> Return of the Mac. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And I think. Unicorn and, and show. Tamara, what do you think? You were there. Evan, earlier, they had Fred had us all go around and pick who we think should start on Monday. Yes. And I said, wait, I need to see if Matt can run at practice. All right, so here it he is. Ran. My eyes have seen him run at practice, and it didn't look like Your eyes have seen the glory. Yes. <laughs> I didn't see a limp. I, I saw, like, normal, what appeared to be normal Mac Jones out there. So All right, yeah. They were playing the Monday Night Football theme yeah, song to open practice. practice yeah. And he, the, some people have video of Mac, his sprint that Tamara is talking about, and it's syncing up with the beats of Monday Night Football. Wow. So the oh, vibe is yeah. off the so charts yeah. right now. Like, oh, boy. So he answered your mood question before you even asked it. Yeah. That's true. Oh, well, the vibe is off the charts. Football. could still ask, though. Yeah. What was the mood? Well, and, you know, I guess the Sharps did know something because, like we said, it opened up at, like, six and a half, and it's up to nine in some places now. So they really think that Mac makes a difference, you know? Field goal difference. Yeah. Uh, There were two guys missing from practice that we should mention. Lawrence Guy, not there. Don't like that. For the open portion. And Nelson Aguilar, also not there from the open portion. Playing the long con. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. Aguilar's got the hamstring. Lawrence Guy's got shoulder. He's been out the last that's couple weird. of weeks since the Ravens game as well, similar to Mac. So, but guy's been practicing, right? Like that's kind of strange. Like all of a sudden, yeah, like, yeah. So I I spotted him, but he was not partaking. What about uh, Bourne was there with his toe? Bourne was there. <laughs> and yeah. all of them. With all, all a ten? sweet visor on as well. Yeah, he was there. Okay. Visor? Yes. What, what was the what were the were the pads? Pads. Full pads. Damian Harris there? Damian oh, Harris there. Yeah. And going and, through drills. Yeah, yeah, going through drills. And he was the first guy going through every single drill. Okay. And again, all right, maybe that's a good see, sign too. Didn't see a limp or well, anything. Well, he went like through that. drills pre game. Yeah. Yeah, pre uh, pregame in they, Cleveland. They he tested, we, we yeah. were, we saw he tested it out pregame from Cleveland and you could tell without even yeah. reading lips or anything like that that he wasn't going to play because yeah, he kept on grabbing at the leg every single <laughs> yeah. time he, you uh, know, he was like, oh, it's you know, kind of pointing where the pain was coming to Moses Cabrera. <laughs> so yeah, it was pretty uh, evident based off of pregame warmups in Cleveland that he was not playing. Okay, well, yeah. right now, as of right now, it looks like Mac has a chance to start. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think that's but, probably the favorite in the clubhouse, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, but I, I thought it was interesting that Bill. When was this Friday? Where he kept saying like, someone could feel really good in practice the next day, wake up and be like, "That's right." Mm-hmm. No, yeah, and and he's right then though. Go backwards. So he, I thought that's yeah. something to take a look at too. Is just seeing like you know how consistent this stays throughout the week. So right. you're saying you got to wait till next practice to decide. <laughs> I think yeah. we got to wait till Monday. <laughs> yeah. He kept saying how important that Saturday is and how everybody when they wake up that Saturday how they feel cuz yeah. that could tell a lot about if they're going to be ready for the game. Yeah. You know what's a, an interesting little thing I was wondering too. They they've now promoted Garrett Gilbert, I believe, twice. Correct. From the practice squad so they got one, one more. more. Yes. So kind of interesting like little inflection point Can with the Can you reset those or something? I thought I saw Miguel talking about. So you can once he gets to three, my understanding is that you have to sign him to the 53 to activate him on game day. And he can – he passes through waivers, right? That's the biggest thing, it, the difference. With the standard elevations, they revert back to the practice squad the next day after the game, and they don't have to pass through waivers. And that's how you can get guys right. up from the practice squad. But once you get beyond that three standard elevation number, now guys are subject to waivers. So I don't necessarily yeah. think it would matter for Garrett Gilbert, but little Jordan <laughs> Humphrey has already gotten <laughs> elevated twice. So he only has one more to go. And if Aguilar is oh. not going to be it yeah. out there, then it could In be. In fairness, he has right. already cleared waivers once. He has. Yeah. I don't really think you have to worry about yeah, that. And I don't think you'll have to worry about it with Garrett Gilbert. All right. Either. Well, if you're feeling good about it, Paul, then I guess. I mean, <laughs> I, I might guess. be. I'm I just, might be the outlier there. <laughs> But I think we'll be. I'm all right. just saying, if anybody's going to get claimed, it's going to be Little Jordan. It's not going to be Garrett Gilbert. Yeah, <laughs> I think they have the same amount of chance of getting claimed. Uh, pads or no pads today? Full pads. Full pads. Full pads. Full pads. If you pay attention, Physical. Evan's giving you all Physical. this information. Yeah. Full pads. Full pads. Start listening. But uh, visors. Uh, they were born to have a visor sweet on. Yeah, visors. <laughs> looks pretty sweet. Uh, but yeah, full pads. I think yesterday, you know, Belichick when we talked to him in the morning said they were going to do meetings and film work and kind of get ahead on that sort of stuff. So today I think it sounds like a pretty full go at, at practice in terms of in-season practice. So do you we'll think see. I, you know, and this is just a, a theory. Yeah. Do you think Bill wants to get that full practice, full pad practice right now to see how Mac does hmm. right now? It's possible. Well, it's know? usually the first practice that is Full pads when they when they go full pads. Yeah. Some weeks they don't go full pads at all. I yeah. Think, yeah. What is it week. like eleven out of fourteen weeks or something, something like, like that? that? Yeah. 
Yeah. Some weeks they don't go full pads at all, but when they do, it's usually the first. It's usually Wednesday, which okay. is yeah. today. Yeah, so it like, is a week they chose like to, to be in the pads that day. Yeah, and they so. were last week yeah. too. I I thought. Yeah, they I, were in pads last week. Yeah. It was the week before oh, two that. Two weeks ago was that we took a, a day off. Yeah, they so. took that was the, a walkthrough. They yeah, took yeah, the yeah. walkthrough day after, after the, the overtime Ravens game. game. Too yeah. much. Yeah, I, mean, I think it was after the overtime game. They went walk through on the Wednesday. It was after the Ravens game. Okay. Yeah. So with Mac back out there running around, how did that affect the mood? Look, I mean, a big media contingent out there. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of cameras big, big. on Mac Jones. I think the Reese report, the Howe report this morning kind of stirring up the buzz that Mac Jones is expected to to play on Monday night for the Patriots. I think got a, a lot of people out there today. And, and yeah, I think the, the general feeling from everybody that was out there was that Mac looked – like a different guy than what we not necessarily physically I, I mean we barely saw him like yeah. for mustache physical <laughs> evaluation but in terms of just his vibe right you know the way he was carrying himself what he was doing where mm-hmm. he was when he was supposed to so, so did he come out like sort of like this is my team i'm i'm back it, it, that kind of swagger yeah that's yeah smooth. not like oh uh, I'm, I'm i think that's that's really interesting i i like that yeah. like you like you, you could, you're not necessarily saying well he's he was moving better like you're saying like his sort of aura exactly exuded yeah i'm back yeah is, <laughs> like, yes. i like that yeah I, I like that. I like that. I like. I like that. Yeah. I'm. I'm little Kirk Cousins like that. Yeah. yeah, he's excited. No, but I'm being dead serious. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you said, like when they usually break out and they start going, you know, through their stuff. And Bailey Zappi was yeah. leading those periods right. last week, and today it was Mac. Jo- I like that. Like, this is my team. I'm the guy. That, hey, Bailey, you did a good, you did a really good job. Thanks good for job for the kid. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for not allowing the, the train to go off the tracks. But I got it totally. from here. Yeah. Just give me the keys. I, yeah. I, I see what Evan's I talking like about it. though in some of the videos. Like he looks like you know like a kid like running to his dog after school or something. Like, I don't he's think got that's that, insignificant. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm making Seems too like much. No, you're not. Because like well, that just wasn't what we saw. Yeah. In the last couple of weeks that we've seen him out there participating in a limited capacity, and I I'm not saying he won't be limited again today. Right. But he's going to be limited on Monday. Like he's not like he had a serious high ankle sprain that didn't just disappear yeah. in four weeks. I know he's going to be limping. I know it's not going to look great, but I just like his vibe, the yeah. way you're talking about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And it might be too, like, the first, maybe today's the first chance he actually gets to get into practice. And, like, you know, he's excited to actually right. practice. He knows he's going to make this is the first make week that maybe, maybe he's starting the practice week yeah. knowing Naked. that he's got a chance yeah. to play. Yep. Well, I, I just will say that based off of what you hear, the rumblings around the bill, he did take part a little bit in practice last week at times and that's why he traveled to Cleveland because there was a chance that he was going to play in that game on Sunday I think on Saturday night they sort of made that decision that look with the Monday night game the next week we have a little bit of a longer week let's let's play this safe and go one more week with it and make sure that we're a hundred percent or close to it as but close as it to it as he can but last week it was not all zappy taking first team reps there were some instances where mac jones was circling in there as well so i think every single week we see a little bit more but today like we keep saying it was just sort of the way he was carrying himself yeah you know it's just a different type of swag i'm back yeah yeah all right, 855-PATS-500 is the ace ticket hotline. Again, I want to thank Pete in Ottawa for buying lunch today. Thanks, Pete. It was delicious. Uh, let's go to uh, Matt in Arizona. What's up, Matt? Hello. Hey. Hey. Hey, everyone. Happy Sports Equinox Thursday. Ah, sports Equinox. All the sports are playing today. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, I know you guys don't 
Got into all the Twitter. trade rumors, but I I see that Shaq Mason from the Panthers is potentially available. Is that something they will look into? <laughs> possibly Shaq Thompson. Just, Thompson. Shaq Thompson from the Panthers. I think everybody's think pretty he, much available. Do you think he'd be a viable option and how he, he would fit in? I, mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I think he's more of those undersized guys, right? Yeah, I'm I'm over chasing the speed at linebacker. I think they. Uh, if unless you're getting a player that is a freak and has that kind of speed with some size to him as well, like you know, prime Jamie Collins is like the example I always go back to, which is you know only a handful of guys that, on the planet that are 255 pounds that moved like Jamie Collins did. Uh, what's the difference between a guy like Shaq Thompson and just playing Kyle Duggar at the linebacker level, or Adrian Phillips at linebacker, or Mac Wilson? Yeah. I, I just don't know if there's a huge. Yeah, go, advantage. Go back to your Derek Brown thing. I think that's the that's the guy. Yes, yeah. Thanks for the call, Matt. Uh, let's go to Mike in Connecticut. What's up, Mike? How you guys doing? Good. Hey, Mike. Uh, I remember you guys were talking earlier before the break about, uh, and Paul said too. You know, it's good to keep Zappy as a backup because he's cheap. I think he's played well enough to keep that spot from Hoyer. And I mean, I'd rather see Zappy play if that was the case over Hoyer at this point. I'm Team Mac, by the way. I just want to get that clear. Oh, oh, there you oh, go. Oh, get okay, gotcha, gotcha. Noted. Um, I think it'd be good to keep him, you know, and, and I, I want him to push Mac. I don't want Mac to, you know, if, if it was the case, I don't want Mac to whine about Zappy being over his shoulder or whatever. Like, you know, go beat him out then, you know? Like, yeah. if you're as right. good as you possibly think you are, you know, you shouldn't have anything to worry about. Yep, that's Agreed. right. Totally agree. And then uh, the last thing I wanted to – you know, and I guess it's great that Evan's there. You know, are we ever going to really see, and maybe if Mac comes back, maybe we'll see that this week and maybe as we go forward, but are we going to ever see, like, more pre-snap motion? I feel like when we watched the Dolphins versus week one, they had Tyree Kill running all over the place. And I know that we don't maybe have someone like that, maybe Tyquan Thornton, we don't know, but, like, I feel like even with Kendrick Bourne, getting those guys moving before the snap could help out Mac or Zappy and, and then get them going up the field with some speed. Yeah, it's I've been harping on that since week one, and they're still near the bottom of the league in pre-snap motion, and I, I don't think it's something that they are super crazy about. Now, I think the one thing that definitely changes when you have a rookie quarterback is that sometimes the pre-snap motion can actually cause a lot of confusion for both the offense and the defense but obviously you're doing it to cause the defensive confusion but offensively you're changing the formation you're changing the coverage structure and there's different reads and things like that that you're going to have to make in a split second because of that motion so a less experienced quarterback you usually dial back things like motion now play action that's different that's something that you always want to use in general but especially with the younger quarterback but when it comes to motioning guys that is kind of like you know more graduate level type of stuff for the most part yeah yeah and i agree they definitely need to use more play action with mac i think whatever the low percentage it was when he was in there is just embarrassingly low yeah especially with how well they've run the ball and i know that's a cliche because you don't have to run the ball well to play action effectively, but I think it helps. Sure. So the better you run the yeah, ball, the, I think it helps you. The and threat and, of the run. And they, you know, there were times where they were running the ball reasonably well, and they still haven't really used a ton of play action with Mac this year. Not like last year, and not like since Zappy has taken over. Yeah, I wouldn't like. I agree with the nerds in the fact that the volume of running doesn't necessarily impact the play action, but the formation the blocking scheme, the timing of the play, like Personnel. I think yeah, like I think all those types of things 
when you put run personnel on the field and you're in a run formation and then you mimic a run with your offensive line, like that's how you sell play action. And that's what makes it so effective. So I think that there is a lot to be said for the fact that you got to time up play action on first and second down with that sort of look to it that you, it looks like you're running the football, but you're not. And I think that that's why it's been so sec- successful yeah. over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Matt's in Florida. What's up, Matt? Hi, uh, first time, long time. Thank you. I uh, moved down here about 15 years ago to Florida, um, and you guys have been keeping me in the loop, so I appreciate it. Where'd you move from? Um, Cape Cod, Sandwich Mass. Oh, that's where I live. Good, good for you. Maybe. You Why'd you in, leave? Uh, Maybe you moved into his house. Why'd you leave Paradise? <laughs> uh, my, my family moved down here. Oh, okay. Paradise. I was in high school. I didn't have a say in the matter, but uh, um, I'm calling because. Uh, Kind of last minute, I've been able to schedule a trip up there. I'm going to be able to go see my first game at Gillette. Oh. Um, really excited. Then I'm going to be st- spending a week on uh, the Cape with my girlfriend. And hopefully, fingers crossed, come back engaged. So. Oh, wow. a lot of pressure. Wow. Sucking it up in the hot tub. I hope she's not listening. <laughs> yeah. I got engaged on the Cape. What, do you got a whole plan? Does she, is she aware this is coming? Yeah, we. I mean, we've been together for uh, ten years, so uh, oh, oh. we've had it's plenty about of time. time wow, <laughs> it's kind of slacker, <laughs> anticlimactic <laughs> at this me, point. You can't yeah. be talking. Yeah. It's only been three. <laughs> where are you going to go? Uh, where are you going to go on the Cape? You got a spot picked out? Everything? Going over yeah, to the I got pilot house. Yeah, Airbnb on sandwich, and um, huh? we're going to be. You want Fred to come over and help you out here? Fred, you should come over and give him your blessing. Yeah, I'll present the ring. It's like prima nocta with Fred. So who do you like, Mac yep. or Belichick? <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I was calling because I also wanted to get on Paul's poll here. Uh, oh. that, uh, get on that poll. Ride that poll. Paul's favorite thing. I call in right after we get the report from Evan, but I, I am on Team Mac. Okay. I think uh, um, now Fred although, will definitely like give Paul, you his blessing. <laughs> like Paul, I uh, started having some mixed feelings after watching Zappy that game, but kind of what I've come to to think is that uh, for the first time in a long time. I don't think Bill's main goal this year is winning. I think a lot of people kind of got that idea with Cam Newton and last year making it to the playoffs. But I think if you look at, you know, not going after an offense coordinator, not bringing back, you know, the old folks home of linebackers and starting all these rookies and everything, I think he's, uh, his main goal is trying to get Mac to start doing some things different. And that's kind of what led to all the turnovers. And, you know, we'll see here going forward but uh i think we got to give max some time to uh make those mistakes like fred was saying and yeah. start making some plays downfield interesting all right thanks matt well, good luck matt yeah fred will see you next hope month. she says yes yeah yeah so i think he nope. said that in an interesting way um and i don't necessarily agree with it literally like mm-hmm. that bill's not interested in winning i mean obviously he's cares a lot about winning but i do think that there's something to be said of there was a sort of uh, change in direction with terms in terms of the personnel usage, right? We talked about this a lot. There's, they're using a lot more young players than they have. Now, it's not just because, you know, player X, Y, and Z is better than young player X, Y, and Z from the past. I think that's part of it. I think Jack Jones is better than Juwan Williams, as an example, okay? But it's not just that. I think he's shown more of a willingness to say, these kids are going to make some mistakes, but we're going to live through them, and we're going to be better off for them, much like the philosophy that Evan talked about offensively yesterday with Mac Jones. You understand what needs to be done to get where you want to go ultimately, 
And in order to get there, you're going to make mistakes along the way. And you might not be as good as you could be this year with Mac Jones figuring out how to make these big plays without turning the ball over. But I think Bill hopes down the road I will have an offense that's capable of playing with anybody, yeah. not just the bad teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I I still go back to, to the Saban thing and – he did it Can't much play defense anymore much before bill because i think bill i think he was actually asked about it maybe last year someone asked yeah, him I and he, i think phil i think phil perry he, asked he him didn't about really it. like the like the he bristled the at it yeah. yeah he said oh well we want excuse for your defense well we, like, well we we won a super bowl 13 to 3 you know not too long ago right right you know stuff yeah. like that they also scored 100 points in the two games to get to that <laughs> right super bowl, but whatever. right but i, I do think that he's kind of coming to that realization a little bit more now and and the sort of the blueprint that you look at it's not necessarily that you can't win in the meantime or you can't be competitive in the meantime but you look at what you know buffalo did or what kansas city did and sort of this build up with the young quarterback where really you're looking to hit the ceiling in like year three or four of that rookie contract so we're in year two right now for max so this is kind of like the appetizer right like this is this is the setup now next offseason you got a bunch of money again in free agency you can make some more moves to to fill the holes or maybe upgrade certain places of your roster and years three and four is really where you want to be at that peak of maximizing mac jones so this year not necessarily i don't think in the building they would say it's not a we're not trying to win or we're not exactly trying to that's why i said i like wouldn't that. take it super literally right but I, I, I do think that there is it's a it's a rebuild so obviously it's going to take a couple of years yep uh let's go to bailey in connecticut Uh-oh. zappy Uh-oh. what's up bailey are you mad? Hey, how's it going? Are you mad because you're yeah. not getting the one reps? <laughs> I didn't think Mac looked that good at practice. You know, I, I don't want to be QB too. <laughs> Sorry, Bailey. Hey there, guys. Um, I'm going to say right now, go with Mac. Absolutely. Um, I think last week showed that we are, you know, still a system team where our play calling was looking great last week. Probably the best it's ever looked this season. We were really, really splitting that coverage and we were blocking really, really well. So it opened up a lot of that play action. And so I think, you know, we're looking really, really solid going into the season. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Bailey. Appreciate the call. Uh, let's go to Dwayne in Boston. What's up, Dwayne? Hello. Hey. Um, I have a question for you. Um, over the last eight games that uh, Mac Jones has played, including their playoff loss to Buffalo, uh, Mac Jones has only won two of those last eight games that he started. Can you take a few minutes to just kind of talk about what has gone wrong during the last eight starts that Mac Jones has had and what and how you expect for things to improve or get worse in the next eight starts that Mac Jones had? That's a good question. I, I would need to know the opponents. No, but like I what? would ask you, I, my, my simple snarky answer to what went wrong in the last eight games, the, the six of them that he lost, is they played against good teams. But like, uh, so like there's no, there's no doubt in my mind that the Patriots would be three and three if Mac Jones played all, th- all six games. I think that you could make an argument that they'd be four and two. Yeah, because I think they might have beaten Green Bay. Now the whole game changes, but I'm just talking about the way that game unfolded. If Mac Jones played, they win. The way that game yeah. went down. But well, I guess I'm, I don't mean to interrupt you, Paul. No, I, no I'm uh, just saying they lost. I mean, they lost to Buffalo twice. They lost to Baltimore. They lost to Miami twice. Like they lost to good teams. And the the games that they've won have been against the Clevelands, the Detroits, yeah, 
the Jacksonvilles. I mean, I, I hate it. I hate saying it, but, but I that's, also, that's what it's been. But I also think the defense fell apart, and maybe they weren't that good to begin with, but right. it, they it, couldn't stop a cold. But you will say, like, can you <laughs> just, like, you know how I told you if the Jets ended up being really good in two weeks and the, the Jets, and like, they, they beat the Patriots, I tell you, you can blow me to death because I don't see it happening, okay? Can you just say, like, the next time they play a really good offense, if the offense, like, don't tell me the Patriots' defense fell apart like they did against Baltimore. Like, let's not just say, like, the, the defense fell. That's what, when you play a good offense, the other team's going to score. It's getting back to Evan's thing about Nick Saban and defense. And I think it took that Monday night game in 2020 when Bill told Lewis Riddick and Brian Greasy that Josh Allen ain't all that. No, and I, then he went out and scored 38 of the most easy points in the first three quarters no, of the game. But and I think he said, yeah, I think I might, I might be wrong about that. I thought I could just stop anybody with my schemes. I can't. I, absolutely. But, you know, it's one thing to, not, to give up points in the NFL. Everybody does it. It's another thing to not have a, the other team punt in two games. Yeah. You know, they, they just did, they couldn't do anything. You know, they really they fell apart. And it, it, a lot of it is they played better teams. There's no doubt about it. But, you know, I, don't see other, I didn't see other teams not – you know, yeah, I, able not, to force a punt. Yeah, I'm not going to get fixated on whether or not they punted. I mean, the, the next game the Bills played, the Rams didn't make them punt either. Like, I'm not going to fixate on the whole punting thing. In general, when you see the Chiefs play, the, their offense plays well. The Bills, their offense plays well. Like, you know, last year Dallas's offense played well virtually every game. Like, there, there, there are teams that just have offense. I don't care what you do on defense. You're going to give up points and yards. Yeah. yeah. You I didn't fall apart defensively. You got beat by better personnel. No, but I, earlier in the season, like you said, against Dallas and against Tampa Bay, the defense didn't fall apart. No, well, they you know, did. The defense, they gave up over 500 yards yeah, and 30-something points. That was a lot. This is what I'm saying. Well, when you played good offenses, you couldn't stop them. Well, they kept them in the yeah. game. Yeah. Against yeah. Dallas? But it was fairly close, wasn't it? It was an overtime game, but the other team moved the ball and scored at will, Fred. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think Dallas punted too many times in that game. Well, to I, use your like be all end all, if you punt, that yeah. means you play defense. I well, guess. and I think you're right, Paul. Like to the general point of like just playing better teams, and but like why can't they beat those better teams? I think this off season they showed you a little bit that I think they just need to get faster. They need more athleticism, and that's why I you know, like that where they're the, going. That was the you know Thanks, motivation Dwayne. you heard from you know from Macro this spring. Like you know we wanted to get faster. I mean just look at the younger, guys that they younger, the guys that they selected. Athletes. All of them can run, and all of them are are contributing now and and stepping right into the lineup and. There needed to be more of that. If there had been more of that in 2018, 2019, you know, then we might and not. And to Fred's quite point, be at this maybe point. because you, you're a little younger, maybe you won't wear down down right. the stretch. And, and that's another thing to say, like Judon usage down a little bit. So yep. like, I mean, you see little elements here and there of trying to avoid what happened last year. But I mean, the more I hear from you know, you talk to people who are like the same place I am, where yeah, the defense looks really good, the coverage is man, they're right on top of everything, but. Right. Let's wait. Let's wait right. till after Thanksgiving, and we'll see. It. Which is just a weird place to be because usually you felt like, all right, these bad games in October, November. All right, they're figuring it out. There, but but after Thanksgiving, we'll have it. And it's been the reverse of that. So I think we're all a little bit, you know, trepidatious about yeah, you're what's going to happen when you have to face like, Buffalo. You're not going to. You're not going to. You're not going to shut down Kansas City, and you're not going to shut down the Bills. But a stop here or there is what you know. It's like that tennis match. Can you break the serve once but it, I mean, so that you can get up? They couldn't really slow down Indianapolis. They didn't oh. even have a quarterback. Yeah. I, they, they fell apart. Okay, think, you can keep saying they fell apart. I'm telling you, Jonathan Taylor's better than them. Yeah. Uh, I, like, think, th I, I don't think they fell apart. 
I think they got beat by a better player. I think, to Paul's point, it kind of reminds me of the conversation about the offensive line, where everyone's like, the offensive line, this and that. It's like, yes, to Paul's point, he keeps saying about this, the offensive line, each of them individually, they're going to have plays where they get beat. It's going to happen. The defense is going to get scored on. It's going to happen. But I think the main issue, the offense not being able to convert in the red zone. Like, all these field goals – I'm over it. Like, how you can't compete with the Bills. You can play great defense all you want. The Bills are going to score, so you need to score. Yeah. And the field goals aren't going to cut it. Yeah. Oh, that's that's sh- like I, I think it. It's just not. It, it just also like you know we used to be in this position right because they had Brady and yeah. and they had right. the offense every single year. So the Patriots used to be in this position, and every team that always used to beat the Patriots were going for it on fourth down, were pedal to the metal, yeah. were the whole game putting pressure on New England to keep scoring. That's a great like, point. I always go back to the Eagles Super yeah. Bowl. Oh, s- the exactly. seventh, second one. Exactly. 17th Super yep. Bowl, right? Where, you know, it's it's the Philly special. It's going for it when they need to go for it on fourth down. It's taking risks on offense because they knew that Brady's going to throw for 500 and we're going to have to be able to score 40 points to win this game. And I really feel like with Josh Allen, I'm not talking about the league as a whole because I think there are games – like in Cleveland, like this Monday night game against the Bears, where the Patriots can probably win this game ten to three right. with ten points by their defense. Quite frankly, mm-hmm. right? Like I really feel like they could do that against a lot of these teams. But the team that you're trying to compete with is the Bills, and Josh Allen is a cyborg, and you are not going to stop him. Just like people couldn't stop Tom Brady, so he's going to get thirty. Like he's going to hit thirty, and the only way you're going to beat Buffalo in a neutral game. No, no bomb cyclones, no <laughs> blizzards, no zero degree weather. Like in a neutral game, the only way that you're going to beat Buffalo is if you can hang more points on the scoreboard than they can. But, and, Point blank. And, and that means you're not going to beat them because we don't have a cyborg. Well, as of now, well, I'll, I'll give you like, we're an not going to score every time we get the ball. No, but I'm going to dovetail it back to the analytic thing. Okay, I have been very complimentary of Belichick's decision to kick a field goal on fourth and one from the 19-yard line to Evans Point against Cleveland in a game that at that time I would have been very comfortable saying, I can win this game 13-3, 10-3, something like that. I'll bet anything that Bill on first and goal from the one is thinking – Against Buffalo, gotta first drive of the game, we'll, we'll go for it on fourth and one. Yeah. yeah. Because, to Tamara's point, field goals aren't going to cut it against Buffalo. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to go three at a time and get to the 30s. But if I could get seven on the board, and maybe he makes one of those mistakes that he's still prone to make occasionally because he tries every play, he never pulls the plug. He always tries to make a play. And all of a sudden, you get him wrapped up, and he tries to throw one. He's a little off target. Jack Jones picks it off. Yeah. And all of a sudden you got a lead. And yeah. that's the Patriots secret sauce. I, make you make make the opponent chase. I thought of the same thing when Evan brought up the uh, Super Bowl 52 with you know just always being impressed with what the Eagles did, their aggressiveness and everything Evan said. I just think it's funny now that we're killing Dan Campbell for going for all the fourth downs and rightly so, but it's just a different situation. I only killed him for one. Killed you know him for what one. I mean? Yeah. I, just uh, generally for, but, like I I would never tell somebody on fourth and nine from like field goal range to say that it's a better chance to go for it in fourth and nine. Fourth and one? Like the Philly special? Yeah. By all means. But if and I like, kind of questioned that at the time, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. But if it was Brady, I mean, you just, like, you do understand it a little bit more. It's just, things right. have changed now. Like, I'm not going to go into a game with game. Brady expecting, this is the day that Brady's yeah. going to have an off day. Yeah, I don't no, know if you need I would to never play stupid that. aggressive against, you know, these Patriots now, but, you know, things have changed. If you go back to 
around 2018 and, and it probably predates that like I know people have done some studies from you know the Kevin Falk fourth and two play on uh, that shows that Belichick has really become more conservative like since that game oh really in general yeah but I, I think it's more to me at least been more recently well, he hasn't played Peyton Manning anymore yeah so <laughs> around 2018 something flipped with their decision making in plus territory or an imposed territory on fourth down where now they year in and year out are one of the most conservative fourth down teams in the league either punting or kicking on fourth down in opponent territory on on pretty much every fourth down decision but earlier in the year especially in that Baltimore game they did go for it on fourth down a couple of times so maybe what it really boils down to is Bill's trust in the offense and his trust in the quarterback and his more maybe stronger trust in the defense and in the special teams to do their jobs versus the quarterback doing his and the offense doing theirs so hopefully as Mac kind of matures here uh, that trust grows a little bit that he will be more aggressive but notoriously and it's funny because you look at all these charts that that kind of grade coaches in those situations and quite frankly a lot of the coaches that are conservative are older coaches right it's it's bill it's p carroll like it's like these are the guys that are near the bottom it was bruce arians before uh, that turned over in tampa bay so I, I do think that there is a difference there in terms of okay what brandon staley or dan campbell or some of these younger coaches are willing to do uh, versus what bill is willing to do on fourth down and i i Again, it comes back to the underdog thing for me. Like, you're no longer the the favorite going into a lot of these games. You're favored against the Bears, but you're not going to be favored either time uh, against Buffalo. You're not going to be favored most likely, you know, in some of these other games later on in the season. You know, I, I don't know, Arizona, see how they do, or Vegas. But I don't know if you're going to be favored in Vegas on the road uh, late in the season. Those games, you have to approach a little bit differently like the eagles did in super bowl 52 where you know now you are the eagles you are no longer the patriots you're it's a great question too about the confidence in the offense or the defense because i think you can make an argument if you don't have a ton of faith in your defense you know like fourth and three from the opponent 40 well let's get jake to knock one out at the five and that really helps the defense yeah you know right you know, if you really feel confident in the offense, like I could totally hear it the other way. Like I think the Tampa Bay one when they kicked the long field goal was a lack of faith in the offense yeah. at yeah. the time. I don't think he felt like they would get it because mm-hmm. they were miserable on third down that night, and he was looking at that as, why? Why am I going to give him the ball here? You know, I have a chance to. Well, they, even the fourth and two play that well, you I, mentioned. Well, the fourth and two was undeniable. If, if, if I gave the ball back to Peyton Manning, yes, that was un- the game's over. Yeah, I, I, I know he is, yeah. you know, emphatically pushed back on that, but that's undeniable. Of course, it is. He knew that Peyton Manning gets the ball back. We ain't stopping. Whether it's whether they punt it and it's right. sixty yards that way, or right. they take over. He's got to figure down it down out. It's a little bit different when you're talking about like you know, let's say the thirty to the forty yard line, but when you're inside the five. The whole idea, the whole analytics community is so foregoing it in those situations because the other team then has to drive the ball 98 yards, right? right? So then the idea is... Except for what Lamar Jackson throws a pick in the end zone. <laughs> right. So then the idea is is that, you know, okay, you're giving them on a long field. You get another quick three and out or a quick stop. 
Now they're punting, and now you're right, right, right back, back in on that. first down. Right. That's the theory. Right. And so I agree with that theory. That's the sort of equation that they think of. It's like, okay, well, if we do our job on defense, then even if we don't get it, then we're going to get the ball back first and 10 from the 48-yard line, let's call it, and we're right back in business. You know, that, that's the idea of it, and I, I think that the Patriots need to be more like that. I, I'm not saying they need to be Brandon Staley or Dan Campbell with it, but I think they need to be more aggressive in those situations. All right, a couple quick phone calls, then we have to do picks. Oh, uh, quickly, Lewis in Rochester. What's up, Lewis? Hey, how's it going? Um, I'm a big fan of Bailey Zappi. Okay. I, uh, it makes me kind of sad because I just bought a Mac Jones jersey. <laughs> but um, well, uh, I think there's something to be said, though, about the Patriots starting with the ball. I think they're at a much higher chance to win the game if they receive the first kickoff. Why? Uh, I don't know what you guys think about that. but um, They deferred on Sunday. Yeah. 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 They didn't start with the ball on Sunday. Yeah. I just think they are dominant on that first drive. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd like, like, to, I'd, I'd, I'd like, like to do the study. I think most teams are pretty good on that first drive. I think they, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think the Patriots have been really good on the first yeah. drive, but I don't care if that's to start the game or the second drive of the game. You know what I mean? Like if they, yeah. like like on Sunday, Cleveland got the ball first. You just stopped them. and It's you your got first the ball, drive no matter when. And you drove yeah. right down the field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. And then you get the I like getting the ball the, the chance to get half. the double dip. I, 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 I think it's such an advantage mentally yeah. to know how that first half is ending, even if you don't get the double score, right. which is bonus. But like I think when there's like four minutes left and a team knows the other team's getting the ball, I think yeah. that puts pressure on you know, like we gotta score here because they're gonna get the ball and right. I mean and, that's and if you get yeah. the ball, if you're in a bad situation, take the knee because you know you're getting the ball right. to start the second half. I just know? loved it when they got the Thanks, interception Lewis. on the first drive and it was like we got the we stopped them. We got an interception. Stop, got right. the ball, getting the ball back. And we get like the ball to start you're the second half. Like right. There's right. three plays into the game. There's a great article if you Google middle eight. It just put that into Google middle eight Belichick, yeah. and you'll get an article on USA Football that I can't remember who wrote it. I'm sorry, but I don't either. But Bill has talked about it. Yeah, I know that, four, that, you're talking four minutes about. before. Yes. four minutes right, after. and that's yep. the that's the theory. And this is goes back to Cleveland. Michael Lombardi's talked about them kind of crafting this theory in Cleveland before. But not only is it the four minutes in four minutes of actual game time, you're also keeping the other team's offense off the field for real time as well. Because you got mm-hmm. if you got the ball for the last four minutes of the half, then you go into the locker room for halftime for 15 minutes, and you have it to start four minutes. You know, you were talking about almost 30 minutes of real time plus of Peyton Manning, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, you know, sitting on the bench. And the idea is that you break the rhythm of the opponent by doing it that way. Okay. Willem and Philem, what's up? Oh, oh. He, he, he said, you know what? I'm going to forego my call because I know they've got picks <laughs> and they got to get going. So okay, it is so that time of the week. Appropriate music this week. Paul, what did we do last week? Oh, just real quick, thirty-four to nineteen in favor of Mac for the week. Oh, that's it. Um, uh, getting a lot, a lot of attention to the poll. Alex is is chiming in on the Slack channel. A lot of people talking about the my, my <laughs> little poll, my stuff. little poll. Yeah, smart listeners we have. Yeah. Uh, yes, I would agree. Have one of the only things we ever agreed on. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So week seven, we uh, we're entering week seven. Uh, here's the results from last week, Mike. Yeah. Nine and five. Wow. Good job. So, uh, Alex and Paul, eight and six. Evan, seven and seven. And Fred, six and eight. I thought I would did better than that. Yeah. I, I picked you the know Jets. What didn't, a thought. I, didn't I pick the Jets? Thought, thought. He later <laughs> fought. Didn't I but instead, he 
Didn't they pick the Jets? No. You picked the Jets with the points, but you didn't pick the Jets to win. I didn't. No. I thought I did. I thought that was my lock of the week. No. It was not. Um, for uh, with the spread, no surprise here. Paul nine and five, followed by Mike seven and seven. Nope, sorry. Followed by Alex eight and six. Then Mike at seven and seven. Evan and Fred at six and eight. So overall season standings, no surprise. Fifty eight thirty five and one. Paul leads the way. Uh, Mike fifty three forty and one. Uh, only five games behind. Big, so you big season for Mike so far. Yeah, yeah. Most and then Fred at fifty forty three and one. Ev, you're twenty nine and seventeen. Not enough games to qualify. You like Bailey Zappi? <laughs> I'll take that though. It's solid numbers. You have a six thirty winning percentage. That's a so- solid number, right in line with the leaders. So you you should be proud. You can hang out with me. Okay, I'm the league in passer rating. Right, Alex right. is thirty eight and twenty four, six thirteen. So she's a little bit behind Evan. Yeah. You know, yeah. in, among those. Tamara, you're still seven, eight, and one because you haven't participated since week one. <laughs> she also hasn't heard the practice song either. So you so. get it. You, you, you get an incomplete for the semester. <laughs> All right, we gotta hurry. Uh, with the spread, Paul, fifty-five. We don't have to hurry. This buys this week. Fifty-five, thirty-seven, and two. Well ahead of the pack. Uh, Mike is next at forty-six, forty-six, and two. Wow, five hundred though. Hey. Uh, Fred, thirty-five, fifty-seven, and two. <laughs> wow, Paul, stop <laughs> laughing at him. Stop laughing, Paul Perillo. Uh Alex, 30-31-1. Evan, 21-23-2. Got to do better. Yeah, 478, not great. Uh, not a, not a uh, great against the spread. No. I'm, I'm knocking on the door 60% through six weeks with the spread. That's really I good, have Tom. an enormous fall you coming. go to no one, one of those betting websites. No one, no one can maintain that. I have an enormous fall coming. <laughs> BetUSA.com with Like, Paul as Perillo. obnoxious as I come off making these picks, it's right. it, that's such a fluke. And then there's no nobody can go sixty percent for any length of time. You can put that on your resume, except you know? Bill Belichick <laughs> in real football games. Well, he's more like seventy-five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, All right. What's so harder, that's though? that's that that's the numbers. Bet pro football with Paul Perello. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Um. All right. Tonight, eight fifteen on Prime Video. Tonight, the two and four Saints are at the two and four Cardinals. Cardinals by two and a half. And we welcoming DeAndre Hopkins back to welcoming the fold. him back. And uh, and Robbie Anderson perhaps into the fold as well. Uh, I know Arizona's been atrocious, um, but you know what? I'm going to take them. I'm going to take them at home, and uh, I will lay the points. Yeah, I'm also going to take Arizona to both ways. I just feel like they are getting Hopkins back, and I think a lot of these young quarterbacks, it just changes everything when you have your binky back, right? I mean, you take Stephon Diggs from Josh Allen. You take – you know, any of these number one guys from a quarterback, and it, it often looks like this. Tamara, would you like to make picks, or are you just going to abstain and continue with your incomplete for the semester? I think I'm just going to com- complete my incomplete. Okay. Okay. I, I will take <laughs> Arizona also. Um, for a lot of the reasons that Evan said, I think uh, Hopkins gives them a lift tonight. At least I'm banking on that on my fantasy. I will take hmm. the Saints. Okay. I will wow. take the Saints. I think they've been – Despite not having a quarterback and all their injuries, I think they've been competitive, and I give them credit. So I'm going to take the Saints. One o'clock uh, on Sunday, the two and four Browns are at the three and three Ravens. Ravens by six and a half. Six and a half. And we know what Miles Garrett's status currently is. It doesn't matter. I'm going to take Baltimore. I'm going to. Yeah, it's very rock like. And I'm going to. It doesn't it matter it what you doesn't think. Doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take Baltimore. I'll lay the points. I think they're good. 
I'm with Mike. Baltimore wins. Baltimore covers. Cleveland is brown. Disarray. Uh, I will take Baltimore to win. However, I will take the points in a divisional game. I think that's too many points in one of these divisional matchups. Yeah, I'm going to take the Ravens both ways. The Patriots have given the blueprint to the league for the Browns. I agree. Uh, one o'clock. Uh, the three and three Buccaneers are at the one and five Panthers. Uh, Bucks by ten and a half. Ten and a half. Wow. Uh, Can the Bucks <laughs> score that many points? Man, if this was a couple weeks ago, I'd be taking Tampa and laying the points. I'm still going to take Tampa to win. However, I'm going to take those points. I think it'll be a, a little bit closer than 10. You. You have little faith. You. I agree with Mike. I just don't think Tampa's in a position right now to be a nine-and-a-half point favorite against a divisional opponent on mm-hmm. the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will take Tampa both ways. Uh, Carolina's in complete. T- it's more of an anti-Carolina pick than any Absolutely. kind of support for Tampa. I was going to say, I don't think the Panthers are in a position to compete with anybody. Right. Uh, so that's why that point margin, despite the Buccaneers not playing well. So I'll take the Bucks both ways. One o'clock. The three and three Falcons are at the three and three Bengals. Bengals by six and a half. A little bit of surprise from Atlanta. Is this disrespect to the Falcons? Atlanta's played well. A little little disrespect? Yeah. I'm going to take Cincy to win, but I'm going to take the points. Uh, I think it'll be close. Marcus Mariota is playing okay. Yeah, I I think I'm going to do the same thing. I I really like Atlanta's two-headed monster on offense. Drake London, Kyle Pitts. It's been good for them. Hopefully get CP back eventually. I will take Cincinnati both ways. I think the Bengals are very, very close. I think they're right on the edge of sort of fixing their early season malaise. Yeah, I'm taking the Bengals both ways. Wow, that's stunning. Yeah, you never take Cincinnati. I know, but I, I have to. I have to. You don't like them. I have to get better. Well, that's part of the reason why you're in this hole is you only pick what you want to happen <laughs> instead of what you think will happen. <laughs> that's true, but usually I'm good with. I that. was defending you there because yeah. you, you. It usually that. works for me. Uh, one o'clock. The he one spite in, picks. The one and four Lions are at the four and two Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, Dallas by seven. Seven and Dak. Dak is back. Dak is back. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think I think Detroit's done. I'm going to take Dallas. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Call me crazy. I'm going to take the points for Detroit. I think maybe they get they put up some points in this one, um, and maybe Dallas isn't quite ready for get right back into it just yet. Hmm. I like Dallas both ways. Yeah, me too. I think uh, that Dallas defense will be a little upset after allowing that last drive to Jalen Hurts last week. I think they win big. I'm going to go with the Cowboys both ways as well. Uh, one o'clock, five and one Giants are at the two and four Jaguars. That feels so weird to hear that. <laughs> Giants by three. Three. Um, wow, I don't hold know. Hold please. On this. Hold please. Is that Jacksonville? Is that Jacksonville by three? I had on Jacksonville yours? by yeah, three. Yeah, because I have minus three. But it just doesn't make any sense to me. But Jacksonville's favored by three. Are they? Yeah, Jacksonville by three. What? What's going on? Yeah. What do the Sharps know? They don't believe in the Giants, clearly. clearly. What well, do the Sharps As Jim Donaldson clearly. would say, clearly. Clearly. Uh, make that a four-syllable But word. I'm going to go with Gi- uh, the Giants on the road in Florida. I'll take the points. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to just call it an upset, even though Vegas doesn't think it's an upset. I'm taking the Jaguars. <gasps> I am. Wow. I think that I believe in Vegas that the Giants are not for real. Like, I think this is going to catch no. up to them eventually. Like, Daniel Jones is going to be Daniel Jones at some point, And the Jaguars defense has been good enough that it could happen this week. I, I agree with everything Evan just said. I don't believe in the Giants. I think they've had one lucky thing after another happen yeah. every one of these games. And they're finding a way. They're well coached and they're fighting. 
I don't think they're very good. However, I got to take them. Yeah, I got. I'm, I'm gonna. I've. I think I've lost every game that I've picked them this year. Same. When they lose, I'll start picking against them again. Uh, they, they have something going here. And I'm gonna pick the Giants. I'm surprised with the spread. It gives me an out because I was gonna pick the Jaguars both ways, but now I'll pick the Jaguars to win, but I'll take the Giants to. Uh, but they won't cover. So this gives me an out uh, that I didn't expect. Um, one o'clock. The three, two, and one Colts are at the 3-2 and two Titans, which hmm. they're getting an indoor stadium in Nashville. Yeah, I thought that was weird. Because yeah, yeah. they won a Super Bowl, I would think, right? I guess, yeah. That would be a good place for great a spot. great place for a Super Bowl. That that street will be like Bourbon Street. It'll be packed. Won't even be able to yeah. move. Yeah. Do karaoke again. By the time it gets there, though, Mike, I'll be too old to enjoy <laughs> it. I'm already on the edge. <laughs> You know, ten, o- 10 o'clock. We believe it's, it's it's wider. It's, it's, it's a lot wider than Bourbon Street. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Get the uh, Diet Pepsi's going. Morell will be out with us. Remember when we went karaoke, oh, yeah. the three Heck of us? Yeah, sure do. Uh, Tennessee by two and a half. Got to get there. Good times. Um, That's a tough one. And I, I, I'm a fan of Tennessee, but I just feel like the wheels are falling off the bus there. Uh, and I, so yes. I think I'm going to go uh, I'm gonna go with Indy and Matt Ryan throwing on the road. I'll take those points, underdog. The wheels on the bus are, are falling off. off. Derrick Henry can't run no more. Who came up with this? That might be true. Derrick Henry is on on my wash washed watch list. Wash, wow. Wash, wash, say wash that it. five times fast. I can't. That's why I stumbled <laughs> on the first time. That's uh, like why I say Max Scherzer. That being I have to said, say it very slowly. I'm gonna take the Titans. The Titans uh, says Evan. I will take. Oh. I'm going to take the Colts. Uh, don't really have any in-depth reason as to why. I do think they may have found something last week with the pass protection. They threw it 62 times and yeah. didn't get sacked at all. Uh, they went a little bit tempo, and I think that helped them a little bit. Jonathan Taylor sounds like he's close to returning. Maybe they found some balance on offense with playing without him. I'll take the Colts. I don't know why, but the Colts are starting to annoy me. Colts are annoying Fred. I, I don't know why, but news at eleven. Yeah, there's a shock. The Colts are annoying. They're you. annoying. <laughs> they're annoying me. I had a buck for every time you said that since so, like oh one. Yeah, so I'm going to take the Titans to win this game. This why is are a, they annoying you? I don't and know. And I feel like that pick is going to bite it's you. Weird, Paul. It, Paul said that you're picking like your, yeah with your he head. Spied yeah. Picks. He spied picks. He spied. I have heart. to do it. Heart not head. Uh, one o'clock. The three and three Packers are at the two and four Commanders. Green Bay by four and a half. Ugh. Four and a half. I just as I mean. Oh, I just like to say that Taylor Heineke is yeah, getting the start. Exactly. Yeah. That exactly. changes things yeah. honestly. That's why I'll be taking the, the points. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I'm tempted to take those points, but I, I'm still not going to. I think Green Bay as bad as they've looked. I just can't pick the Commanders with a backup quarterback. I'm going to take oh. Green Bay and lay the lay the. Wow, lay no the faith in the backup. So I know that he had this finger injury that's causing him to miss a couple games, but that. Thursday night tape of Carson Wentz playing quarterback was the worst quarterback tape I've seen all season. You can but, go back and watch the Thursday night game or the Saturday night game against the Patriots last year. Too. Yeah, <laughs> it was. That was up there. Horrible. Same guy. I mean, guys <laughs> five yards away from him open underneath the defense, and it's it's rifled at, at their hands, you know, outside their frame, and it's deflecting in the air, and it was, it was horrible. Um, but that being said – I think eventually Green Bay has to find a couple of wins here. So I'm going to take the Packers. I'm going to take them to cover. I just I like Green Bay in this game. Yeah, I, I agree about Green Bay. I, I, I don't think they're very good. I said that after the Patriots game. I still don't think they're very good, but they're better than this. Yeah. Um, I think they'll, they'll go on the road and at least get a win here. But I'll take the four and a half. I'll take, 
I think Heineke gives them a little bit of uh, juice. I think he moves around well and could cause some problems. I don't think he's very good, but for a game or two, he can cause you problems. We think they're better than they've been playing, but after this game, we we may not be so convinced of that. But I'm going to stick with them for one more game. Packers cover. Uh, 4.05, the 4-2 Jets are at the 2-4 Broncos. Of course, the Broncos are home. Of course they are. Denver by one. One. This is a uh, Russell Wilson limited. This is a game that could yeah. be in the negatives. Someone could win this game like negative <laughs> three to negative seven. I, I think Russell's going to be okay. At least that's what he said. Um, ah, this is just a spite pick. I'm going to take Denver. I feel like it's a pick em. I'll take him and I'll lay the point. I'm going to take the Jets. I can take the Jets on the road. I think the one thing about the Jets that seems legitimate is their defense, and the one thing that seems legitimate about the Broncos is that their offense stinks. So I'm taking the Jets. <laughs> Your offense legitimately stinks. I think you could say the same about both teams. Yeah, I think both teams sure. have a legitimate defense, and they're both uh, their offenses are, are struggling. Uh, I will take Denver here. I hope Evan's right. This is one of those talk radio things. Mm. I think a 5-2 and two Jets game next week would give us a fun week to talk about that game. 4-3 yep. and three Patriots at the 5-2 and two Jets. It's a real game. It's a real game. Yep. Yeah, but I also think that if both teams are 4-3 and three going into next week, that's yeah, good then, too. Then the blooms off the Jets' rose, <laughs> and yeah. they are what we thought No, but they now were. the Patriots have a chance to leapfrog over them. Well, just win the game, and you'd be ahead of them. Because of the you – know, Correct. Yeah. Ah, chess. This is a tough Checkers. one. This is a tough Sounds one. Sounds like advanced analytics there. You just threw right. it there, Paul. This I'd rather a, be down nine. Yeah. <laughs> I, this is a tough one. No. Um, I'm going to take the Broncos only because I want them to win. But oh. I, I, I was tempted to take the Jets. Yeah. I'm, I, and re- just, really just, to, just to repeat. Some things I have to do. Just to repeat, 35-57 in two. I yeah. feel like this is one of those, like, palms up moments right no, now. No, but – Tamara, you don't understand. This is like, what he does. No, but that's why in, we beat him pa- every year. No, because uh, he has so many agendas. In past years, I've had very good records. <laughs> that's true. You, you know that's true. You had a good record once. That, oh, <laughs> you're such a fraud. You are such a fraud. <laughs> don't make me go and get my notebooks. Go you ahead. Know, you know Do I it. have them. Do really it. Really good. Do cor- it. Cor- young cornerback matchup. Not that they play against one another, but oh, do you think Sauce Gardner's Sauce. pretty good? Probably two of the best young corners in the league. Sauce oh, yeah. versus Sir, Patrick St- Sertan. Uh, Sertan. Yeah. Sertan is, I think, probably the best young corner in the He's in really football. good. Unbelievable player. Yeah. All right, four hundred five one three and one Texans. Jack Easterby no longer with us. Oh, I saw that. At Little the finger. one and four Raiders. Um, Raiders by seven. Uh, did you happen to see uh, Mount Mount Cooks had a oh no. pretty good? Did he have uh, Backing for Jack Easterby. So oh, really? Like, never been nothing but but forthcoming with us and uh, pleasure to deal with I something. Heard, like I that. read the whole was, John McClain really, thing. Really was, surprising. Yeah, John McClain oh, broke no. out the blowtorch. Little and finger just went is to hell. he's he's bad news. Easterby, but uh, Raiders by seven. Raiders by seven. That is a one-win team favored by seven over uh, probably the worst team in the league. Maybe uh, I got to go with the jo- the Fighting Joshes. Give me the Fighting Joshes, and I'm going to lay the points. Uh, big win for the Raiders. Let's go. Yeah, I think the Raiders win, but that's too many points. So I'll take the Raiders, and I'll take Houston to cover. Yeah, I have to admit that's what I thought when I saw it, but I'm going to roll the dice and lay the points. I, I think the Raiders coming off the bye. Maybe get right. Jo- well, yeah, it's a get right game. Good, good, get Mike. Right. Yeah. Sharp, the Sharps good. know something. Raiders cover. 425. Yeah, they're in Vegas. I mean. The 3-3 three and three Seahawks are at the 4-2 and two Chargers. Chargers by 6.5. Ooh, 6.5. That sounds about right. Um 
Yeah, I'm going to go with Justin Herbert. I think they've kind of overcome some of those injuries. They held the fort. Um, they're still Is in Keenan there. Allen ever going to play again? I don't know. He said no this week. Really? <laughs> never Already? again? I'll never play yeah. again. Uh, I'll wow. lay the points, Paul. I'll take the charges and lay the points. Great quarterback matchup. The fighting Genos <laughs> versus you Justin expect Herbert. It, would you? Yeah. I love it. I, I'm going to take the Chargers, though. Uh, I think that Justin Herbert is quickly climbing up that ranking of elite quarterbacks in this league. Uh, maybe have him at like five or six right now. So you're laying the points, too? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you on Herbert, but there's something missing that I can't figure out why he doesn't win more. Um, yeah, it's a good point. But. I will take the Chargers to win this game, and I will take the points. Six and a half against the Chargers. They haven't – that's another one of those teams, like, you know, people just like, well, you're all with your record. Eh, yeah. like, I don't think they look like a 4-2 and two team. Yeah, I'm going to – I'm with you, Paul. Uh, Chargers win, but they do not cover. 425, 4-2 Chiefs are at the 3-3 three and three 49ers. Screwed mm. me last year, week. Chiefs by three. Wait, who screwed you? The 49ers? 49ers well, screwed Super me Bowl rematch here. Yeah, I, I got no beat on the the Niners, but I'm going to go with Kansas City on the road. Fred, did uh, you hear what uh, Evan just said that? What? what? Well, Super Bowl repeat? rematch. Yeah. 2019. <laughs> oh, it's a rematch when he oh. says it. When his new little pet <laughs> says it, he can get away with anything. <laughs> Mike or I said that. It's not a rematch. <laughs> it really isn't. It's, it's not, not the same players. It's not a rematch. No, I, I get it. The new kid gets away with anything. I get it. All right. I'm giving him a – I'll give him a season and then, yeah, then, then Casey then, both then ways, it's game on. Yes, please. I like Casey to bounce back from last week. So yeah, I like KC Yeah, places. is San Francisco still missing all those defensive players? Did you see that, that they had a, they had ten of their projected starters not play last yeah. week in that game? That's bad on defense. Um, I will think take, they were playing the Patriots, right? I will am take I right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, am I right? Uh, <laughs> Kansas City both ways. I think it's incredible. Kansas City both ways is correct. Um, I love when Fred gives you the stamp of approval yeah. too. Eight twenty uh, Sunday night on NBC. Uh, the two and four Steelers are at the three and three Dolphins. Uh, two is back. I don't know how long that will last. I mm. have some concerns. Uh, Miami by seven. Ooh. Seven. Um, if he's okay, yeah, I think Miami could make a little, a little bit of a run. Me too. I'm going to go with Miami and uh, how many? I'm going to drop the seven. points too. I'm going to yeah. I'm going to lay them. I'm with yeah. I'm with Miami both ways. Yeah, I'm going to bank on Tua being able to make it through this game, and if he does, I think they'll cover Miami I, both this ways. This is trending for a perfect week for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm uh, I'm going to go that with uh, the Dolphins, but they do not cover. They do not cover. All right, another Monday spite, night. Another spite pick there. <laughs> we don't have to skip yeah. over no, we just go right the Patriots it. because they're the only show in town on Monday. The two and four Bears are here in Foxborough against the three and three Patriots. Okay, I do not have the latest uh, numbers that you guys are talking about. I have Patriots by seven and a half, which is what it was on yeah. Sunday. So right. every day so I've seven seen and seven and a half. It could be so. fourteen and a half, and I'd still take the. Patriots <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, I, I think it was yeah. like nine or something. Yeah. No, Someone I was saying seven and a half. Right. Right I see seven and a right, half. We'll, we'll go with seven, seven and, and a half. Seven and a half. I, I'm, I'm all Patriots on this one. Paul and I randomly came up with the same score before the TV show, so uh, I'm going to stick with that 27-6. I, I think Patriots have a have Thanks a good for game. Thanks for reminding me what my score was. Uh, they they don't let Justin Fields and, and that offense do much. 27-6. So uh, sneak preview in our expert picks, I took 24-7 Patriots right, because my my prediction was Bailey Zappy. No, was that maybe <laughs> Mac has some rust in the first half? It takes him a couple drives to get back in rhythm, and uh, and they roll in the second half. But on paper, this should be like forty-five to seven, Ooh. right? Like this should be an absolute 
party at Gillette Stadium on Monday night on paper. And I think it would be cool if that is the case and Matt goes out there and throws four TDs and 300 yards and everybody forgets about Zappy Fever. But I don't know if that will happen. Never. It'll be here. Mac. I love it. I love it. Mac. Mac. There's going to be a lot of... A lot of Fairweather fans. Oh, yeah. We were with you all along, Mac. We had you back. I feel like there's going to be some split, like... Jersey slash T-shirts with like <laughs> oh, okay. oh, which <laughs> reminds me, I got to talk to Stacy about the Zappy jerseys. Did you hear about that yesterday? No. Uh, I will take the Patriots big in this. Mike already said that I had this. He, him and I had the same score, twenty-seven to six. I don't see any way that Chicago has to keep up offensively, even yeah. if the Patriots don't play, even if there is rust. I have a prediction by they can't move by Monday night. That spread's going to be eleven. Uh, because the New England money is just going to keep coming in, and they're going to need to get even it out. It's going to be hard. Uh, yeah, Patriots both ways. So that's it for this edition of Patriots. Oh, let me Phil- scramble down and write down Fred's pick. I didn't know what he was going to Yeah, I just, want, yeah shut up. <laughs> uh, I just want to remind people that um, about NFL All Day, with NFL All Day, all your favorite Patriots highlights become digital video collectibles called Moments. Not only can you buy and sell them on a secure marketplace full of thousands of NFL fans, you can also use them to compete in epic game day challenges. Check it out and find some moments from all your favorite Patriots players on NFLAllDay.com. So we've got the pregame Ooh, show. What are we doing that Monday On night? Monday, six, six, to, six eight. to eight. Then we got the game, then the postgame show. We'll be back on. Oh, well, I'm afraid of the postgame show this week. We got a home game. That's right. We'll be back. All right. So you look forward to that. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for John Rook and the Playbook. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts. The world's original podcast.